Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. Episode 80 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I am here with four-fifths of the In Kicks We Trust team again. Collie, how's it going? I don't know. It's going pretty good, I guess. That was pretty tame. Nothing nice else to add. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty short. I mean, we are double recording, so it hasn't been long since we last recorded, but hey. <laughs> 24 hours to be exact. Yeah. For every, anyone who's listening to this, we recorded this. What is it going to be, like 10 days before we release this or... Something yeah, like you also cut me fucking off guard here, Trev. I'm looking at size, looking for some information about his shoe and stuff, and then you picked me first. When do I ever go first, Trev? Yeah, you usually yeah, don't go first. You're right. You're you're first on my screen though. So, yeah. Kev, how's it going? What is going first, on? Everyone? First in your heart too. I was, you know what? I was Aww. thinking that I was like, you know, first on my screen and first in my heart, Collie. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. <laughs> uh, and Rich, how's it going? What's good? As we said, we're this is uh, we're recording these back to backs. We recorded episode seventy nine and eighty together, or well, not together, but on back to back days. So uh, we've got some vacation time coming up for all of us, or some off days. So we've we've tried to pick out our sneakers before we go places. So we actually have something to talk about here. But uh, and of course, Rich always has pickups to talk about. So you know, he has always he's he's got something that can carry that segment for us. But Kev, why don't you start with what you're going to be wearing for uh, your trip, and uh, if you want to talk about your trip as well. Yeah, sure. So I'll be headed to Hawaii actually for vacation. We're going for a wedding. I'm going to be going for a friend's wedding. And it's going to be my first time out of the province basically in the last maybe like over over three years now. So super excited to go. I haven't been on a plane in a long, long, long time. So really, really excited. So yes, like you said, I have been thinking about what shoes I'm going to pick. Kind of going back to one of our episodes, we kind of discussed vacation kicks. Might have been our last questions episode, was it? Or maybe it was a this or that. Anyways, we did discuss vacation kicks. And, you know, I think comfort is, is one of those things that I definitely have to go with when I pick shoes. And I used to be the guy who would bring like, you know, lots of pairs of sneakers with me. And I think it was just mainly because back then, you didn't have limits on, you know, what you can carry in your bag. You didn't have to pay for extra bags. So I brought a lot of extra shit. You, I used to have a huge luggage too, because, you know, there's no restrictions on the size of luggage. You were just maybe allowed one bag. So I just brought a massive bag and just filled it with sneakers. And then plus my carry-on would have sneakers too. But now that you have those restrictions, I, I try to keep it limited to usually comfort. But I did rock something today, which I'm happy to report to Trev, the uh, anniversary Air Max ones. So we talked about that when we recorded that last. And I was mentioning that I didn't wear those very often. And I made a point to wear those today. So I did rock those. But for the trip, one of the pairs that I really, really want to bring is the Amamanier 3s. I'm going to be going to a wedding. The bride wants a, a like an all-white theme, so all of the guests are going to be white. So I just figured the Amamanier would be a nice clean shoe that I'm just going to rock. But then I'm also going to bring my uh, Air Trainer 1s. I think that's another pair that I've narrowed it down to. So the chlorophyll pair, the SB Air Trainer 1 chlorophylls. And then the last one I'm kind of teetering back and forth with. So... 
usually it would be a Jordan one I would bring. So I was thinking about maybe like a shadow or a red or maybe the Royal, any one of those. But then I thought, you know what, I'm just going to go with an Air Max again for comfort. So probably going to be that metallic pewter reptile pair that I rocked when it rained yesterday. I just figure it's going to be easy for me to wear with whatever and it won't get dirty that easily and very comfortable. So I think that would be, I don't know, I'm still kind of on the fence, but I'm leaning towards that one heavily. I was going to say, one, Juan would be proud of you for your choices of Jordan 1s. He'd probably be yeah. proud of you for any <laughs> Jordan 1s. Secondly, I was when you were like, oh, I think I'm just going to ring another Air Max, I was like, no rain shoe? <laughs> so yeah, so I, I do actually have a couple of rain shoes now. That one is usually my go-to rain shoe right now, but I've also made my AirTech Challenge 2 kind of like my rain slash like not so nice weather shoe because it's kind of a little bit beat up already. You some fishing shoes. Yeah, or some deer, deer running, deer, what, deer chasing shoes. <laughs> um, but no, that, that shoe. And then also my True Blue 3s have now become one of the pairs that I kind of wear when it, uh, when it rains and I don't mind beating it up a little bit. But anyways, those... Little bit long-winded especially for you know non non wears week but i do have pickups so as i mentioned a few weeks back and you guys may have forgotten i told you guys what i had picked up and i said i wanted to get them in hand first but i did have some pickups so shout outs to one sorry he's not here so i can thank him face to face but i do have some pickups and they're kind of linked together so they'll make sense when you see them both but the first one here i'll show you guys is this one here it's called the uh Nike free Terra Vista. Okay. It's just kind of, it's made with like, it's part of the recycled move to zero, whatever. Does it have a free run bottom on it? Yeah, it does. If you look at the bottom, the sole, it has like a Nike uh, free run type cross pattern in it where the foot is flexible. Yeah. like uh, I missed the free runs. I would, uh, I got to try those on. If, if I can actually, find yeah, I, I did here. try these on really nice, super dope. But the reason, I mean, these hit outlets and all that shit too. So I just got these super, super cheap, but reason for these donors so tell them why tell them why oh the, you got the mars up. yards in yes yeah tom said yes so i finally got them in hand one shipped these out and i finally got them and i had a super lowball bid on in on these so these are the Go mars on. yard overshoe the ds pair so the reason why i have these is i'm going to take the overshoe off i'm taking this midsole off and i'm putting this one on to this shoe People don't know already underneath the overshoe is a Mars yard under there. So I don't know. I can't really pull it out, but it's kind of hard to see. I'm going to try get to scissors now. Yeah, anyways, see. you kind of see anyways, I'm not going to try like you can kind of see it. But anyways, everyone who knows Tanatsuki, he did one already. And as soon as I saw him do that, I had a feeling he could do that because I wanted to ask him for so long. But the problem is, is getting that Mars Yard overshoe at a relatively good price because even those pairs, like that shoe, DS or retail for that shoe was like eight hundred bucks. Retail was like four. Oh, it was eight hundred. No, it was, it was up there. I thought it was like four twenty-five or something. But yeah, okay, it's, wow. Um, I think it's like it was five fifty US retail, and then like I remember places like Haven got it. And they dropped them online and obviously they sold out super quick, like capsule those tier zero stores. Anyways, they got them here. And I think after taxes and all that said and done is like 800, 850 or something. But I put in, after I saw Konatsky was able to do a pair, I was like, I knew it. I knew you could do that. I'm going to find one 
at a reasonable price. Anyways, I put in an offer and it got accepted maybe a couple of weeks after I saw Kanatsuki had posted it. But yeah, I put in a super low bid offer, uh, well, way, way below retail actually. So I'm happy to get that. And then he's going to do a swap for me. So Kanatsuki, shout outs to him. I know he's going to kill it. But yeah, those are my, oh, and sorry, you know what? Colin kind of alluded to it the last time we recorded the green glow easy slides. I also, <laughs> crazy because uh, I Colin got me one. Shout outs to um, Brian Lee and shout outs to Josh Scott. They also got me one and then I also hit on confirmed. So I know Colin said he'll be able to get rid of his. And then another homie of mine, he will take one of the ones that I got from the other guys. And then I'll just give the other one to my wife because she's... I know it might be a little bit big for her, but we're almost the same size. She's like a size eight men's. But anyways, yeah, those are my pickups and my wares. Quite long-winded, especially since we just recorded yesterday. We're trying to get you guys some wares and pickups for like the two days we're recording so that we can get all the episodes in. So yeah, yeah it actually kind of worked out well since we're kind of all going on some trips. So we had to kind of plan some footwear in advance. So yeah, good week though, Kev. Those Mars yeah, those Mars yards. Speaking of vacation shoes, that would have been a really perfect shoe. Would have been perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Time but it, but right you know what? In Kanatsky's defense, though, he's super, super busy, man. Like, I told him, like, you know what? Don't even rush on my pair. Like, I wouldn't have even asked him, you know, like, to get it ready for my vacation. I would have just been like, you know. But you, you didn't get it in in time. It, it was. I didn't get it. it no, I, yeah, it definitely was I think I could have got it in time. Like, I had it at Juan's place for a while. Like, it's been there for, like, maybe three weeks. But I just told him to, to hold off because, you know, we always buy and send stuff to him anyways. And, you know, I was like maybe waiting for him to, you know, kind of consolidate a bunch of different things. But yeah, no, I, I definitely don't want to put that pressure on, on Jan because he's got a lot of shit going on. And I, and I appreciate that he takes in my projects when I just come up with them, on, you know. Yeah, no, it makes sense for sure. Good week though, Kev. Kali, what about you? All right. So today I went out and I broke out the acronym uh, Blazers. Now, they're starting to break in a bit more, so they do feel a bit more comfortable than the first few wears. And I plan this week to keep wearing the Wave Runners. But the weather's nice. And those two I'm going to rotate no back deadlifts. and forth for a little bit. No more deadlifts. Uh, I went to the gym today where my Under Armour uh, BSR Project Rocks, you know, the UFC shoes. I'll stick to that at the gym. More sturdy. Call and learn. You learn, boy. <laughs> I mean, I still have my to wear a few other shoes to flex in the gym now and then, but just Those not on leg days. Yeah, they, they weren't they weren't too bad though. They're like the creasing probably would have happened regardless. Like once you wore them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I know it's a short week. There's only you've only had one day to actually wear. Things, I would so. I would have a pickup, but it's gonna come tomorrow. So yeah, when when we next, when we, next time when we record episode eighty one, there will be. It will probably be a quite long pickups. A plethora of pickups. <laughs> a plethora yeah. of pickups and wares for everyone. Nice. Good 24 hours, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go next. So I'm going away for two days uh, with my girlfriend. My birthday's actually on Thursday, so it's going to be two days from now. Yeah, two days mm-hmm. from now. So yeah, we're just doing um we we did one we did one of these trips, I wanna say two or three months ago. We did a I don't know if you guys have heard of it, it's a, a guess where trip. You told us about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it's told- basically one of those things where you have a lot of different options that you can go. Like some of them are like Instagrammable places, cute towns. Bridge to Beach was one of them I was noticing. They have like a hiking one. And they basically just take you on like an adventure for the day, but you don't know where you're going. So basically yeah. you, like, you'll be like, I want to go within an hour of Toronto. And then they'll mail you cards. 
they'll send you a couple pre-instructions, like what to like what to wear, what to bring, anything like that. They'll mail you cards, and then basically when you get the car, you open your first card, and it's like, okay, drive to X location. That's awesome. It's yeah. almost like choose game. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Saw? He tried to yeah. imitate the voice from Saw. That's... <laughs> Next uh, thing you know, oh yeah, follow the instructions. You wake up and you, what do you want to do now? He's, hand, he's handcuffed to a bathtub, right? Uh, <laughs> oh, this must be an escape room. Next thing you're dead. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? I, I love the idea. It's like choose your own adventure type shit. Yeah. Um, and uh, you have to give me the info for that. I'll send it off in the uh, the chat here, but uh, yeah. Um, so she's she's actually planned one on her own. She she didn't buy the package this time, so she's completely oh, planned one on her that's own. Awesome. So that's I have, what I was gonna say. Fuck paying the money. Let's just do it yourself. I don't know that I would have the patience to go through and do that, but she's gone through and planned something all on her own. So I have no idea where we're going or what we're doing. Uh, so yeah, yeah hard so to pick shoes, I guess. Quest. She's basically told me, she's given me like a breakdown of what I should wear for outfits for the two days with like the outfits okay. for like dinner and that kind of stuff. So chances Does golf are, shoes come into the mix at all? <laughs> I, I was trying to get her on that. I was like, are we going golfing? Like, do I need to bring my clubs? Should I bring golf shoes? And they weren't in there and she no, hasn't. Okay. So it doesn't, I don't think by the time uh, this comes out, this will already have happened. So I'll have more information if anyone wants yeah. to ask me about it, but yeah, so I'm gonna be. I'm thinking I'm gonna bring black cement threes because I needed a nicer dinner shoe or something more. I don't want to call that a nice dinner shoe, but something to like go out in. I'm gonna be bringing my Air Max 2011s, I believe it is, because I need something. As she said, don't mind getting dirty, which okay. I assume means a hike thing around nature. those lines. So could be nature, could be yeah, could be nature esque ish yeah, sort of sure. thing. So uh, you Air have Max to you ride a horse. Well, I don't mind getting those dirty if I'm riding a horse then, but I, yeah. I highly doubt that I'm going to be riding a horse. Maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, you never know. So I'll bring those, and I'm probably going to bring a pair of Air Maxes. I haven't quite decided what it's going to be yet, but I might bring one more pair of Air Maxes just kind of to have a, another pair with me. Either the, the Jordans will be for walking around, or they'll be for dinner, or the Air Maxes. I haven't quite decided yet. I'll probably wear, I'm thinking I'm supposed to go out for dinner on Friday once we get back. So I'm thinking I'm going to wear my red, red Air Force Ones again. Either those are the, the wheat ones. One of the two I haven't quite decided I'm wearing there yet. And my Air Max One Heavy. Do I have the pair yet? No. Well, I the, do update. Not. the update. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the update. I do not have them yet. Hopefully by the time we support our next one, I will have an update. But as it currently stands, no, I do not have them. <laughs> the update but continues, yeah. The, the update continues. We'll continue this on episode 81. So I'll, I'll apologize in advance, Trev. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Here we oh, go. And I wore, he got game 13s today. Let's go. You know what? Oh, I mean, nice. man, I need a pair of those back, man. I'm not even going to front. I've been, I've, been on, I've been on the hunt for those. I don't know if it's because it's summer. I need some, some more white shoes in a rotation. I got a lot of the Bulls colorway, like the black and red. So summertime, I notice, like, I'm always fiending for kind of some white pairs. So, But that he got game 13 has kind of been on my radar. And you know me, I need the CDP pack. I'm very particular. In terms, oh, in yeah. Terms of what we, I know. Bought, so. we know. <laughs> I was deciding what to wear today, and I couldn't really decide. So I was kind of going through, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that could totally work. Yeah, I need those. So that's definitely on the radar. Yeah. That's <laughs> me for the last 24 hours and three days after this. All right, Rich, you also have a trip booked, and it sounds like you have a pickup that's going to make me angry. So why don't you start? Yes, sir. For wears, I wore uh, Dornbecker 6. Love that pair. You know, we had that conversation. I think it was not, I think when we had Lace Heat on, on here, shout out to him about grails. Now that's a grail. 
you know, not not the shit that's coming out yesterday. <laughs> People throw that word around loosely. So yeah, that Dornbecker six came out today. I think that was Andy uh, actually. Was it? It was, it was both. I think it was Blazey too. I think yeah, Blazey was yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, yes, yeah, so I brought those out. Shout out to the homie Kanowski. He was actually just uh, texting me right now because I called him earlier because I was telling the guys that found the donor for uh, my uh, 2000 um, Olympic six. So I'm really excited about that. So I just hit up Kanowski just to make sure the specs are good and I don't need to go up a size for the donor. He said that the, the size that I have, it should uh, work with the donor pair. So yeah, Dornbecker sixes, I'm going away as well. It's crazy. Me, Trev, and Kev, like all going away around the same time. I'm actually going back home to New York. It's tough for me in terms of, you know, traveling because I'm just bringing a carry-on. I'm going for a few days. So I'm like, fuck, like what two shoes am I going to bring? And my wife, that was the first thing my wife said. She's like, you know, you can't travel with fucking four pairs of shoes. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, but I three is know. okay. Four is too many, but three is all right. <laughs> Soul pack, soul pack, man. Yes. Yo, I'm I'm bringing the soul pack for sure. Um, so I narrowed it down to two. One of them will be the off white five black pair. I'm more gray, whatever it is. It's kind of reminiscent of that, but yeah, I'm gonna be wearing those. I figured because with that, if you get some rain, you know, if I'm, you know, they get a little dirty, like it's that's easy, easy peasy, as they say, to you know clean those up. And then the second pair will actually, I wasn't going, I was gonna hold this pair actually, but. Trevor might get upset when he sees picks and stuff like that. So I figured uh, it'll be a segue into my pickup. So I actually got that uh, Air Max 1 Heavy. So sorry, Trev, <laughs> to put it out there. But that's probably another pair that I'm going to take with me, man. It's a super dope pair. I was just saying to Trev and, and Kev, you know, they really kind of made me appreciate Air Maxes a little more. I mean, I love Air Maxes, but it just wasn't a shoe that I had a lot of them in my rotation. But I think just their love for it just kind of rubbed off on me. And uh, that heavy pair is just super fucking dope. So that'd be a nice pair definitely to travel travel in. The shoes do the talking. So I can really just dumb down what I'm wearing and just let those things do their thing. So crazy, crazy pair. Shout out to the homies over at Omnis. They sat there for a few days, man. People are sleeping. So I had to swoop in and grab that. So yeah, the Air Max One heavies. I got a bunch of, like, I went bananas. I don't know what, I get into those spurts where I just go fucking crazy. So I'll even throw y'all one more. And this one's probably going to be a, a shocker for you guys. Shout out to Omnis again. You know, I, I always stay over there. They had this pair. Toying with it. I didn't know how I felt about it. I seen them uh, at the shop a few days ago. And then one of the employees, actually, I follow him on IG. And he was rocking them. I mean, I think the on foot kind of sold me on them. I think I was going to get them anyways. But I think once I seen them on foot, I was like, yeah, I'm going to grab these. But it is the off-white blazer. I had a feeling yeah. it was going to be those. <laughs> and Andrew's got those, right? There it is, Andrew. Shout out to the homie Andrew, yeah. man. Yeah. He's got the um, white one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he has the black as well. But yeah, I don't know. I like them, man. I like them. And I'm very weird that way because, you know, there's certain shoes people may look at. I'm like, oh, Rich wouldn't wear that. But I just like different. And I think another selling point for me, I believe this is, and I was talking to Andrew about it. I think this is the last shoe Virgil actually worked on before his passing. So that as well and they are very affordable right now we were kind of just you know kind of shooting the shit about it and you know we kind of think that you know the prices will go up eventually i think when people realize that this was his last pair and he's not really going to be touching anymore in terms of designs and shit like that so 
Um, I think that may, I don't know. We're just kind of putting it out there that it might drive the prices up on that particular pair eventually. Just being that it's one of the last pairs that he was directly involved with. But yeah, I prefer this one over the whites. I didn't like the age look and then that blue and red, it just didn't do it for me. I feel like you can't go wrong with an all black shoe. I just love the hints of old on them. And I love like the punch holes. So, you know, that breathability, super comfortable, super comfortable. I wore these actually, oh, this is actually one of my other wears. I wore these yesterday, broke them out. You know me, I cop shit and I right to foot. So yeah, the off-white low, the blazer. Uh, and my wife sure. actually likes them. My wife likes them. I pull them out. She's like, I like those. So I was like, okay, I made a good choice. Because some of her, some of her taste, I'm just like, nah, not me. But yeah, she's digging them. I like them though. I'm not even in the front. So Air Maxes, Blazers? Blazers. Like this is this is the yeah. Who is this guy, man? <laughs> you know what? And and like I say, right? You know, I like what I like. Like I said, I love my Jordans. I love my Nike basketball. I've never been one to, you know, to say that I don't like a particular shoe just because I necessarily might not wear it. There are some things out there, and I think it's stepping out of my comfort zone sometimes just to kind of be a little bit different. And because there are shoes that I like that are out there, and I don't know, I think it's just I'm not used to it, and it's like habitual in terms of like what I wear. So it's it's hard for me sometimes to step outside of it. But I do like a lot of the newer stuff. That Should are put fun. some skinny jeans on with those. No, get the fuck out of here. What are you talking <laughs> about, man? Come on. You just Fuck said step of outside of your comfort zone. Fuck out of here, man. As long but, as yeah. the pants are tapered rich with that shoe, I think you're all right. Okay. You definitely have to have some kind of tapered leg on that one because you can't have a 2000s pair of denim on uh, <laughs> with, with that pair. But but the covering of the shoes again is coming back, man. I see a lot of people that, that are wearing their pants like that now, but I don't know if I'm quite there yet. You but... can tell me up and down that that's back in fashion and I will never think it looks good. No. Nah. Not for me. I think we're beyond that. I I agree. Yeah. But yeah, the Air Maxes, uh, the heavies. And and once again, like I said, we were talking before, for me, a lot of it now is comfortability, too, plays a big factor into a lot of this stuff. A lot of my Jordans, they are not comfortable. I'm not going to lie to you. Like some of them, I just, I, I love the way they look. But comfort wise, you know, if I'm out with the family, I want to be comfortable, man. Like, especially when I'm going to be on my feet for a long time, you know, so. It's good. And that's why I love those wave runners, man. Those 700s, fucking comfortable. It's going to be hard for me to get rid of those, which I don't I really think I do have. feel like boats. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Like, literally, man. What but, it feels like. Yeah, they're dope. But yeah, those are my those are my pickups, man. And like I said, I got a bunch. So I figured I'd throw you another boom. Didn't want to hurt Trev's feelings too much, so. Uh, oh, what? You got more Air Maxes? Yeah, it's like <laughs> Trev's been updating us for the last like four weeks. Rich is like, right? update, I got a new pair of shoes that Trev's wanted for the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Trev's been frustrated. What a done, what a done update. <laughs> That's it. That's it. We get right to it. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> but it's a price thing though too, man. I think mine is a price thing, not a yeah. like, yeah. I'm not, yeah, not availability or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And we yeah. talked and we talked about that. It's it's more or less the price than anything. It's just some yo, like I said, man, you gotta feel the fire, man. Yo, Kev was in that boat for a long time oh, yeah. and we had some good shit that yep. dropped. Yeah. When that, that that eight, eight and a half was money. There was a lot of good shit that Kev had to, yep. you know, swallow his pride on in terms of pickups. So hey, I, you got to feel it now. I know, it now. It's 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 my time to feel it. I get it. It's just it doesn't make it any more any more or less frustrating when you're like you're you're looking and you're like, oh look, retail for anything up to ten and a half, eleven. Oh look, one hundred and fifty dollars more. 
yeah. perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, so as we said, uh, we're recording this a little a little earlier than we normally would, but we were going to be doing a questions episode, so we figured we'd get the episode in so you guys won't be missing any, missing us on any weeks when we're not here. So we are going to be doing a questions episode. So you may have seen that we posted some stories asking for some questions. So thank you to everyone who submitted. We got the questions here and I think we're ready to go. So all ready to start? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. First question is from PD Dom 23. Now he sent me this one a long, long time ago. I'm going to come over there and fight you right now. (laughs) How do you? I can be there in 10 minutes. So his question is, I forgot to submit my question. So this was from our last questions episode a few months back. What NFL team is the official and kicks we trust team? And why is it the Philadelphia Eagles? <laughs> well, I don't know if it's officially that. Coincidentally, we, we've had a lot of Eagles fans as guests. Mm-hmm. And I don't actually know if it's a coincidence anymore because Trev's mm-hmm. the one who usually mm-hmm. arranges a lot of these guests. So I haven't arranged all of the Eagles guests. Rich, <laughs> Rich arranged Mikey McFly. Colin arranged 80 sneaks. I uh, Miller. Pete, yes. Miller, you got and, Miller. And Pete, yes, and hey, Pete, yep. This is true, but you're the one that also okayed them. So you, you DM them first and ask, hey, are you a Phillies fan or Eagles fan? And they said, yeah. And they're like, they're, oh, yeah, ask. okay, you can. When Andy was on a few weeks ago, I had no idea he was an Eagles fan. Oh, yeah, but closer closer uh, to the, the episode, I'm like, hey, he's wearing an Eagles hat. Well, I'm like, okay, he's wearing an Eagles hat. Maybe he's just wearing it because he's he's just, you know, he wears a bunch of hats. Maybe he just likes the logo or whatever, right? And then I saw him wearing an again. I was like, oh, I think he's an Eagles fan. I think I think at that at that point, AJ, they traded for AJ Brown and he reposted the story. And I'm like, oh, he is an Eagles fan. Man, fuck you, Trev. <laughs> uh, yeah, moving along. <laughs> Hey man, I'm just saying. I have I haven't booked a lot of these Eagles guests. Rich has actually booked most of them. So, thanks, thanks. Shout out, shout out to the homie people. Yeah, Yeah. thanks for being an official supporter of the. Actually, you would hear us talk about Tom Brady all the time, guys. But Trev edits it out. So, like, really, (laughs) Tom Brady podcast. In Brady, we trust. No, No, it's in case we trust. trust? That does not sound good. (laughs) That sounds like a cult. In Eagles, we trust just flows so much nicer, guys. That's oh, why yeah. it's the official team. Depends on who you ask. It depends <laughs> on who you ask. I'm not going to follow an animal I can eat. Well, not without going to jail. <laughs> Eagles are highly what? illegal. To eat. Yeah, let's look. If you uh, eat an eagle in America, that's federal crime. I believe it. <laughs> Gotta think before you speak, Kali. Yeah, <laughs> figured we start this. We, 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 I figured we just start this off by going right off the rails. With yeah. That one. So thanks, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> okay, James B. Will has put in a question for us. So when I was on his live, actually, he asked me this question. It was kind of an interesting one too. If you could only have three silhouettes for the rest of your life, what would they be and why? I guess I can kick it off. I mean, automatically, my first pick is going to be the Air Max One. Definitely one of you know my favorite shoes of all time so that has to be in there there's no way i'm gonna live the rest of my life without that silhouette the other two i kind of had to think of think pretty hard about because again we were talking about comfort but then also i kind of threw in a little bit of the longevity of the sneaker too because i know the air max one like the that midsole is going to crumble at some point and you know like i don't know if if having you know, Kanatsky around or whatever is part of the option. But if it is, sure, that, that's that's a bonus. I, but I think it means it's like reoccurring. Like you can only get those three. 
Yeah. So always. Yeah. So you could. You could. I would. I would assume it. Me. He. He. What he means by that is you could buy any Air Max One you wanted. It. It. It's not just specific to one. Yeah. It's not like a zombie apocalypse is happening and you have to pick three pairs and go with it. It's just like. No, I know. I know. You can always have for sure. Yeah, you can always have them. You can get get whatever you want, but they're still gonna break down eventually, right? So eventually, you might not even be able to get donors. So. Anyways, that was kind of my thought process too in terms of that. So the other two pairs or the other two silhouettes that I would pick would be the Air Trainer 1. Love that shoe. It's always been a classic for me. Doesn't have an air bubble in it, so you won't have any of those blowouts with air bubbles. And then it's, you know, just one of those timeless silhouettes for me that uh, I always love. And then the other one is going to be, you know, I kind of teetered with either Jordan 1 or Jordan 4. My love for Jordan 4 is is pretty heavy, but I think I was going to go with the Jordan 1 again because of that longevity factor that I kind of threw in for myself. But, you know, it's, it's also quite comfortable too, I find, for the most part. Not that Jordan 4s aren't. But yeah, those are my three silhouettes. I'll go second. For me, it's going to be the Jordan 6. Like I said, for me, that's my bro silhouette, I want to say. One of one of my, that's probably my favorite Jordan silhouette is Jordan 6. So I'm going to go with that. Secondary would be the Air Max 90. That's my favorite Air Max. So I could take that, have that pair forever. And then lastly, for me, is going to go, I'm going to go with the Nike Air More Up Tempo would be my third silhouette. So Jordan, Nike Basketball, and then my runner, the Air Max 90 would be mine. If I had those three, I'm good. Covers all bases. I could ball, (laughs) I could run, (laughs) and I could look fly. So that's the three. So for me, so I kind of had a little bit of a tough time with this. So Air Max 1s and Air Max 90s, I think for sure, because I don't know that I could pick between the two. Actually, that's a lie. I could pick between the two, Air Max 1 over Air Max 90. But I would definitely want both regardless. The second, the third one would be Jordan 3s for me. Honorable mention, you may find this a little odd, Air Force Ones. That's odd, yeah. Recently, and Air Force One lows, I'll even go a step further than that. Okay. I've, I've really been enjoying Air Force One lows recently. Just... Are you selling the same drugs Rich is on right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, first you're buying all this other stuff, and now you're getting Air Force One that you fucking used to. Yeah. I hate Air Force One. They're always you the same. You think you know one. somebody. You think you know somebody. Let me preface this. Yes, you're right. I still do think that, Collie. Having said that, I really like Air Force Ones as like a low-cut shoe, like something that can be worn casually, can be dressed up a little bit more, kind of the same way you, I feel about Air Max Ones personally. So I would def- I have to include a Jordan there, and Jordan 3 is my favorite model, so I'd have to include that. But Air Force Ones, definitely, like if I could only have one, and again, this is not saying that I would be going out and buying all blacks or all whites or, you know, I would want some funkier stuff with my Air Force Ones, but I love my weed Air Force Ones. I love my red, red Air Force Ones. I have like a, a black and red with like a cement outsole. Like just mm. stuff like I like that shoe. And again, I just don't find very many interesting pairs of them. Yeah. But if I had to like as an honorable mention, that would be one. Interesting. Yeah. Very. All right. So for me, it's, it's really hard because I buy every shoe for a different purpose. Like I have three different running shoes for three different running purposes. I have running yeah. shoes to run after deer in the woods. Like, yeah, so exactly. if I just I have say. to, I just have to break it down to three. It's probably just going to go through utility and fashion. So of course I'm going to have to have my Adidas Ultra Boost one DNAs, just because I it works for so many situations. Um, number two, I'd need a Jordan Retro Eight 
because that's pretty durable. I could use it to play ball. Like, I mean, kind of, I could use it, you know, as a boot, like to be nice and sturdy. And then finally, I really needed a nice light shoe other than the ultra boost. I'd have to go easy 350 V1s. That's a good so, yeah, it's pretty much it. It's very versatile. I like the versatility. Jordan like eight surprises me. Yeah. I'm not surprised about that one. I love but, my playoff Jordan 8s. They're in China, and they're probably beat to shit because I wore them in Chinese rain and everything. But with the retro again, and they're just as bad quality as the last, I'll still get them. I mean, the last quality of the retro, it wasn't that bad for the Jordan 8. It wasn't great, but it wasn't that bad. It wasn't terrible. So, but yeah, it wasn't great either. And the, that OVO eight in black is pretty nice. It's just when you do them in a black colorway, they just do. They're just solid. Yeah, they're just fair. well. Aquas are a pretty nice colorway too. Yeah, I can see the that, Aquas yeah. playoffs. Yep. Yeah. Bugs Bunny is for me is like the only exception in terms of like the leather mm-hmm. pairs of the eights. The Bugs Bunny is. Yeah, but I was Bugs. also taking this as I could go into the store and only get those models, so I could walk in and buy like three fifty V one Moonrock or a Pirate black all at yeah. once they're going and get you know my playoffs and then if i wanted to the ovos or if i wanted some color there's yeah. eight had a good selection of color back in the day right so yeah, that variety great. there and then the adidas stuff is just my monotone dress up dress down lightweight be relaxed yeah that's fair not something i expected so yeah that's an interesting answer for sure Jordan 11, I love, but it's it's more of like a nostalgia thing for me. It's not they're not the comf- most comfortable shoe, and they don't work with a lot of outfits. Yeah, that's fair for sure. But yes, thanks, James. That was a really good question. Really uh, thought provoking. Our next question is from Kicking It with G. How has your partner's view on your passions for sneaker collecting changed? <laughs> or I guess like, another question is, has it changed? You mean like yeah. changed me? How was your partner's views on your passion for sneaker collection? Oh, so what they think of it. Uh, my yeah, like has life, it changed since you... My life's passion had not changed. She's very Chinese and traditional. Like, why are you buying so many shoes? Like, <laughs> you don't need shoes. Don't, don't put the <laughs> shoes in the room. No, like, no, it's very not positive. Not, not positive. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, well, for me, I think the tolerance level has has definitely um, gone down. I think that's a better way to describe it. You know, like I think with like with Kali, I think their level of understanding of what our obsession is, you know, doesn't always equate. So she sometimes doesn't understand why I need forty different Air Maxes in different colors, Air Max ones specifically. You know what I mean? But um, you know, whereas for her, she's like she likes one pair and. Yeah, I, th- I think you know she's always she's always known that I I love sneakers and that was a big thing for me. So, I think just one of the things for her was you know she always told me don't let it get out of hand. You know what I mean? Like you you can have I guess you can sort of have addiction issues with everything, and I think sneakers is one of those things for for a lot of us. So when it gets to a point where you know you either don't have the space for it or don't have the money for it or it's kind of taking over you know your life, then that's when you know, you, that's kind of what, what she means. Like, she doesn't want that to overtake any of the other priorities in life. So it's always just been a, you know, I'm glad that you have this hobby. I support your hobby uh, and your passion for it. You know, like things like the the podcast that's come out, come out of it. And also like meeting all these new people that I have through sneakers and, you know, running the sneaker events and, 
you know, doing all this stuff that have kind of evolved from our love of sneakers. I think that's where the support comes from. But at the same time, it's, it's always been collect within your means and, uh, you know, don't let it take over your life, I guess. Yeah. The mortgage comes out on the 15th of every month. Your car payment has to, you know, like that kind of stuff, right? Exactly. Exactly. There's more important things in life than sneakers. And I think we can all agree with that. So I don't think I know anybody that really has that issue, but you know, if it gets to a point, obviously where, you know, you're care, you care more about sneakers than, than life, life things, then you definitely have some kind of a problem. So. Yeah, I can kind of piggyback off that as well. Like my girl and I haven't been together that long, seven months now. So, but yeah, like I kind of had the, like when we started dating, I was like trying to, I was like, yeah, like, I mean, the sneakers, like, you know, do you have any questions? Like, you know, this is basically an obsession, like, you know, and she was like, cool with it. She was cool with it the whole time. Like, she's like, yeah, like if that's your thing and kind of the same thing as you kept, like, you know, like your bills are paid, you have a car, like, you know, you're buying within your means, like, you know, whatever makes you happy sort of thing. So I'm probably not the best person to answer this question, but I don't think it's changed anymore. Yeah, my wife ain't with it. 18 years later, she's not having it. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that clear, clear cut and concise. Yeah, she she fucking does not like it at all. I think she just doesn't understand it. So, and I mean, to her defense, I could I could be excessive. So maybe that's what it is. But you know, she's never been a sneaker person per se. She's like like high heels like type of woman so i think that's where the kind of the disconnect is but she likes runners she definitely loves air maxes so i actually picked her up recently the air max 97s that gold pair so mm-hmm. she loves those like teals you just get a pair of red bottoms yeah yeah but then once again like you know she'll get those and wear them what twice so i'm just like at least i wear my shit like <laughs> i got boxes of like high heels you don't fucking wear but I, I definitely think you know through the years she's gotten better in terms of it because i think she just understands that yeah 18 years later it's not it's not going anywhere like i haven't let up so definitely more understanding like i spoke about like she loved like the all five blazers she's like yo i love those like you know i'll break up here it's like she's just like when did you get those i'm just like yeah. uh yeah. you know a little while ago i've been having these honey <laughs> yeah oh that doesn't work anymore no no, no we're beyond <laughs> that like that doesn't work anymore we're, we're beyond past that. that we're beyond that I got to change. I, my answer has to change now. Like, that's too basic. She's heard that enough where it's just like, no, I'm not falling for that. But no, there's definitely pairs like I'll pull out and she's like, yo, I want those. Like, on your can you get me those? Like the Air Max 90, the Bacons. She loves that. The reverse duck camo. She wants those. So those are pairs. I'm actually on the hunt for her just to get her. Because like I said, she's not really into sneakers like that. So she tells me she likes a shoe. Like, I'll go hunting because she does. It's rare. Like, she'll tell me she likes the pair. So. I always make it a point um, if she does say she likes something, I'll just go out there and get it. But no, I think she's, I definitely think that she's got accustomed to it. And I think she loves like what came out of it with us in the pod, like just how we're able, I was able to kind of channel that into something. So she's been very understanding. You know, we record all the time. I mean, we're what almost 80 episodes in and yeah, she's been great with that. So, but I'm fortunate. Like I said, I don't know how it would be if she was into shoes, I'd be broke, broke. (laughs) <laughs> like i'd be double broke <laughs> so probably a, a blessing man so but she's good she puts up with my shit they're the real mvps i always say that man when you, when you have, especially when you have spouses who are not into shoes or partners that are not into shoes and kind of don't understand it to the the level that we do and they kind of just put up with it in terms because they know we like it it makes us happy i always say that that's that's kind of a it's a good thing so 
Salute uh, to the white man. And even if, even if they're not into it, at least if they support you in it, that's I think that's the most important thing, right? Like yeah. they don't have they don't have to be into it, but like I mean, I, I don't want to feel like you don't support me doing it either, right? No, definitely. I mean, you know, it, it, it can get consuming sometimes, but I think for her when she really sees the effect of it, like I spoke, like when we go out and then dude will stop me, like, yo, those are dope. Like we were in a restaurant eating out for our anniversary. And I was wearing the Jordan 2s, the Chicago pair. And he was like, oh, my gosh. He's like, yo, you got all the Jordan 2s. And she's just like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you know? But at the same time, she kind of appreciates it, right? She under- I think in those moments, she understands. Like, then she gets it. Like, okay, I see, you know, what it is. Because, yeah, there's plenty of times we get stopped. And she's just like, oh, my gosh, you in these damn shoes. And I'm just like, hey, I'm like, yo, they're admiring, you know, the, the footwork. So, never wrong with it. Yeah, because there's, like, there's different situations. I mean, like. You know, the times that they're, I, I feel that they're not super supportive is like, you know, I can come home from a sneaker show or something like that and come home with like four new pairs or something, right? And then at that point, she'll be like, what the fuck? I thought you were there to sell sneakers. You're not supposed to be bringing home sneakers, you know, like nope. it's stuff like that. You know what I mean? So and I get that, like the, ex- like what Richard says, the excessiveness sometimes, like I was talking about uh, the Air Max Anniversary Reds, the Blues, the Masters. When those all dropped, I got all three of those. The concepts recently, I got all three of those. Just like, why the fuck? You know what I mean? Like that. You know, when you add it up, it's it's still a lot of money, and I and I can oh, see, yeah. I can see where they're coming from in terms of that. But we get rid of pairs too. You know, we also save our cops for specific pairs. Now I think, you know, we've kind of learned from our days when. It was before the kids, right, where you were able to have a little bit more disposable income and you're just kind of buying whatever the fuck you want. That's when I feel like, you know, she was more like, you know, why do you need so many pairs and all that stuff? Because you could constantly bring in sneakers as opposed to narrowing down your collection or whatever, like downsizing your collection to get the pairs that you really want. Where I think that's the stage where we're at now. And she kind of understands the stuff that's come out from our passion, too. So 100%. And I think, like I said, we, you know, speaking to the point where, like, we've matured in a sense where we're not hoarding as much as we, we were before, right? Where we're exactly. just, like, pulling pairs in. It's like, all right, we have this understanding now, like, I want to cop a few pairs, so I'll move some, you know, I'll, right. I'll get rid of some. Like, my recent pickups, like, I moved some pairs, so it's not even like I came out of pocket, like, for yeah. those. So, and I think, too, for her seeing that, like, yeah, you know, I traded a few pairs to get these, as opposed to, like, I'm just, like, spending money. And I think that that's where she kind of understands more. And I'm like, okay, I, I am moving pairs and I'm selling pairs to kind of get new pickups as opposed to just bringing shit in. Yeah, So exactly. Nah, good question. Yeah, for sure, man. Thanks. One of our followers down in Australia. So appreciate that one. Let's go. Next question. Uh, Rich, you spoke about Andrew earlier from Omnis. Uh, so Andrew my Taffy. guy, my guy. What's the shoe that made it all click that you were a sneakerhead? <laughs> Yeah, that's a good question. I think that's no, a good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you have a call, go ahead. I can narrow it down to the moment because I always like shoes as a kid, but you can never afford them really, right? So as a kid, it's kind of hard to, to say you were a sneakerhead. By the time that Cool Grave release came out in 2010, I kind of had a job going on and everything, and I kind of had enough money to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to start getting into this. So. Pre-order came up, put the money down for a pre-order, got that in my hand, and I was like, okay, here we go. And then from there on, I started pre-ordering and putting money down, not just on, like, 
the random sneakers here or there, but like doing the research and then buying Jordans and trying to get SBs and all that stuff. So once I got that first pre-order, it's like, okay, now I'm a sneakerhead, I guess. Now I'm in this circle and this life dedication lineups. Let's do this. Because before that, I love sneakers. I appreciated them, but I wasn't putting the effort in, I guess, that so-called sneakerhead would or yeah. whatever you would like to call it. I don't know. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I, I can kind of piggyback off of that too, call it, because I feel like I also have that same mentality where you can, you kind of break it down into eras. So yeah, like what, like what you said, when you had your own money, you're able to buy your own shoes. I think that was like a, a turning point in terms of just like the level of, you know, collecting in terms of that. But in terms of just being an actual enthusiast and, and loving sneakers, yeah, like it would probably date way back to that Air Max One. When I first saw that Air Max One, and I talked about this uh, a few times just for with my sneaker journey, that Air Max One, once I saw that, it was, that was it. Like, and I won't even say that that's a shoe that started at all. I would have to say it's that Jordan 4 Military Blue because that was the first pair that I owned on my own that was an actual, like, nice sneaker, so to speak, right? Like a brand name sneaker, Jordan, like, you know, when I saw the threes, I went bananas, but I never had them. And then when I finally got the Jordan fours and it had the air bubble and, you know, just that Nike air on the back and, you know, had the Jumpman with the flights on it. Like there was just so many things about that sneaker that I just adored it. And and I, you know, was mesmerized by all of the details on that sneaker. And that's when I kind of knew that I just loved sneakers. So from then on, like I got the Jordan fives afterwards, but then I was able to get sneakers and it was something that I really wanted to put effort into when I was able to pick my sneaker for the school year, I would go to the store, you know, when I saw sneakers that I wanted, I made sure that I asked my mom for a pair and that would be like my birthday pair or whatever the case was. But I think that was like the time that I noticed that I really, really, really loved sneakers. And that was a thing for me. It was definitely that Jordan four military blue. Yeah. I think for me, like what Kev said, like, sneakers has always been a part so like for me I'm, I'm gonna say like i don't know where it clicked in terms of like sneakers was like a kid like for me it's like east bay magazines just gawking over pairs that like i couldn't get you know what i mean and just i've always had like a true appreciation for like shoes like they've been a part of me like since i can remember man and if i want to pinpoint it to a sneaker i remember like 95 you know the grand hills like those filas the jordan 10 the steel 10 like i said you know kid rolled up to school, you know, in line, I I'm, made him take it off and I'm just reading the bottom of the shoe. Just, you know, those those are like memories like that are clear as day, like for me in terms of sneaking, you know, the Jordan um, 8, the Aqua, you know, my cousin had those. That's another pair, like, you know, I, I don't forget because of the colors, you know, the black, that Aqua, that purple. And then for me personally would be uh, the the Nike um, Flight 1, you know, that Penny back in 96. That was probably like my first, like, you know, Nike shoe that I remember. So, you know, I remember just, you know, having that pair. And it's funny because I got them and my mom, she would always take us back home to Jamaica, like every summer. We go for the whole summer for two months. And I remember she copped them for me before I went to school, like before summer. So like, or just like at the beginning of summer and they were supposed to be for school. And I remember leaving and I'm just like, I didn't even want to leave them because I'm just like, I don't want anyone to take them. I fucking hid them in my living room. We had a living room that no one went into. Like in black homes, like there was, there, especially West Indian homes, like there was a living room, you had it, like nobody went in there. Like that shit That's was like- That's the same as limits. European homes. They got yeah, plastic on just, the couch and then- Yeah. That shit was like off limits. Like you, I don't even know why we had the fucking room. The room was like, 
bro, we didn't even use it. Like, it was literally, like, couches. It was nice. It was immaculate condition because nobody fucking went in there. Unless, like, you know, your parents were entertaining, you know, once in a while, they have people in there. But in the living room, we had, uh, like, one of those cases where they hold the dishes and shit. And then, like, at the bottom, it had, like, this compartment. And I literally fucking hid my sneakers (laughs) in there. (laughs) <laughs> like for the summer because i knew i was leaving for two months i'm like i'm not leaving these things in the house like you know and i live i grew up like with all my cousins my aunts and stuff so you know people would go into my room and stuff like when i was away or whatever and take my shit so i was like no way in hell no one's fucking getting their hands <laughs> on these so yeah i remember fucking hiding them there because i knew no one that room was off limits nobody's going in there like so i was like they're safe i tucked them away and at least i had a peace of mind for like those two months just being out of the country <laughs> like, and I knew I would come back to them and they'd be good but I'll never forget shit like that that's what I mean like you know and here I am I'm like I'm 11 years old you know what I mean and like who cares about sneakers that much at that age I have mm-hmm. an 11 I had an 11 year old give two shits like about sneakers and here I am like hiding my pair because I don't want anyone to touch it so for me, it's always been like, it's been since I can remember, man. Like, I've always loved shoes. And I think, like I said, we came from a time, you know, Kevin and I were a bit older. So we came from a time just, you know, we watched these athletes play, you know. So a lot of these shoes we've seen on TV, that was kind of like the internet, per se. Like, if you want to compare it to today, like, that was our internet was, you know, watching these guys in the game. Like, oh, shit, like, you know, what is he wearing? You know, this and that, the commercials. And then once again, like I said, the East Bay magazines were like everything. You know, I used to just sit there and just like, just rifle through them and like, oh man, I, I want that pair. I want that pair. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what fueled my love for shoes now because a lot of the stuff I get now, I circled back for stuff that when I was a kid, I wanted and just couldn't get. So for me, like, it's been since I can remember, man. Like, it's a true, like, love for this. And as I said, like, if shoes weren't popular, I would be into, I've always been into it. You know, even when shoes weren't popular, like, or I shouldn't say weren't popular, but, you know. Not as mainstream. Yeah, not as mainstream, exactly. Like, we rock shoes, like I said, like, living in New York and Jersey at the time, we rock shoes just look fly. I wouldn't even say I was a collector back then. I wasn't. I just liked nice shit. So it was like, I wanted to look good. Like, you know, the Jays, the Dunks, the Air Forces, whatever it was, you know, put together just a fly outfit. That's what it was. I would never say that I was collecting back then because I, w- I think maybe subconsciously we were because, I mean, at the time, like I was in high school, like I had at least, you know, 10 to 15 pairs back then. You know, that just that wasn't a thing. That was very, you know, for a lot of us, it was almost excessive in a sense. It's like, what do you need 15 pairs of sneakers for? You know, like you had one pair and you just ran that into the ground. But it was like, no, I want a different pair for every day of the week. Like mm-hmm. when I go to school, I'm not fucking repeating that shoe that week. Like I want to have five too. pairs, outfits, all that shit. I want to have five pairs laid out and I'm not wearing this until next week. Or, you know, yeah. if I had 10 pairs, I'm not, I, I can switch it up for, you know, two, two school weeks before I had to repeat. So it's like, these are shit. These are things like we were thinking about like back then. So for me, yeah, it's, it's just always been a point, man. Like it was just nice just to go into stores and not know what drops, you know, and coming like, oh shit, like these came out, you know, I'll be back next week for these, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you come back, yeah, you know, yeah. save your money, you know, you go cut some grass or whatever it is, you know, you work your job, you know, you put in some extra hours, you know, even though you fucking hate it because, you know, you want that pair. So that that's what it was, man. And I, I think that was the beauty of it. And as I said, we came up in a time where it was just different. 
And I love it. I love that I came up in that time and I was able to experience that because today is just very different. You know, you go on a computer and boom, you buy it and it comes. It's very convenient, but I feel like that organic kind of aspect to it is gone. And for us, we were able to experience that. So shoes to me, man, they mean everything. But like I said, whether it's popular or not. So that's why I stand with it. It's always been a part for me. Kind of yeah, that, that Steel 10 and that Flight 1 for sure with the two. I kind of want to piggyback off what you said there, Rich, because I am. it's hard for me to pinpoint a shoe that made it click that I was a sneakerhead. Like, I don't know if there was one specifically, because I kind of had the same, uh, like a similar, well, because I didn't really have shoes growing up, right? So it wasn't until like you get into um, like on 13, 14, 15. And, and at that point, I really just wanted kind of what you said. Like I wanted to have different pairs to match different outfits I had. So it was like, I wanted to have a blue shoe, a red shoe, a black shoe. Like I, that was kind of my thinking along that lines. So I don't know that there was one shoe specifically. I can discuss, I can't, or I can say at least, Shoes that I remember from my childhood, any of the Nike shocks that Vince Carter wore, so the BB4s, the 3s, 4s, 5s, any of those, like I was, I love those shoes. And I, like, you know, those BB4s that I have now, I don't wear them very often, but I won't get rid of them. Like they're just, they're nostalgia to me. They're the same way, Rich, you, you talk about some of the like the nostalgia pairs. Like for me, that was a shoe I remembered from my childhood. And I don't really remember a lot of shoes from my childhood. Air Jordan 9s and Air Jordan 11s, the Space Jams. Those ones for sure, because that was that was my movie as a kid. It's still my movie. Uh, um, <laughs> yes, sir. But like, you know, the specific cutaway, like, and it was always the Air Jordan 9, believe it or not. I've talked for, about my love for Air Jordan 9s. I don't know if that's the shoe that made me a sneakerhead, but I've talked about my loves for it. When they go to get his basketball shorts and shoes from 3D Nine, Land. Nines are there. <laughs> and the nines and um, Bugs drops the the nines down and catch featherhead like i don't know that that's the one to me that sticks out in my brain not the not the 11s which is the bigger the more cutaway of that shoe right so yeah that those and i remember the hirachi 2k4s just as a random like but i could i could have never told you what they were at the time right like i could have just told you oh they're the nike shoes that every everyone's wearing with a strap right so <laughs> it's it's funny because um the nike hirachi uh 2K4s, my oldest son, actually, uh, shout out to Jaden. That's his first pair I bought him when he was born. And I still got him, the the black, the all black with the, the gray. I still got those shits. All my kids, I have their the first pairs nice. I bought them. So, yeah, that's his, uh, that's his pair. So I remember that. Pair. Oh, yeah. What, oh, but, yeah. Like, but it's one of those pairs, right? Like, I just remember everyone, even the Hyperdunks. It was Hirachi transitioned into the Hyperdunks. So, yeah, like, I just, yeah. I, I don't have a specific I'm sorry Andrew I don't have a specific one I can those are the ones I remember from my childhood but there wasn't one that really like made it click because when I got my job at Foot Locker my intent of that was like oh I need a shoe to match all my outfits so I was thinking five six I work at Foot Locker maybe 10 pairs like and we've well blown past that point right now so <laughs> nah definitely yo great question Andrew yeah salute to the homie man yeah, good question. Next one, pixelated Pete. Does pineapple belong on pizza? <laughs> uh, depends on the pizza you want to make. I Pineapple goes really good with a lot of things, with ham, with bacon, with pepperoni, with hot peppers. I just Isn't that like, like a Hawaiian, a Hawaiian pizza? When you get yeah, like you the, the Hawaiian, or you can, do, you can make it a little bit different. You can put like a chicken and hot peppers and pineapple too. Like yeah. if pineapple you want it sweet and spicy. Yeah. 
But if you want it meaty and savory, I would not put pineapple on it. That's a fair point. But I think the question is more, is it outrageous to think that pineapple would be on pizza? I I eat it all the time. Me too. Pineapple on pizza is a shit. I love pineapple on pizza, actually. Yeah. And it's weird because I, I hate cooked fruit. It fucking disgusts me. But for some pineapple reason, works. I, I will works. eat pineapple. I will eat pineapple on pizza. But you put fucking even like I even think apple pie is weird because it's mushy <laughs> apple and shit like that. <laughs> you know, you know what way. it is, Kip? You haven't had cheddar cheese on your apple pie. And that that's is what that's, that's throwing you off. That's fucking nasty. That's nasty. Oh, they, that you sounds put a little weird cheddar to cheese me. on it. It's like yeah? sharp cheddar. Very good. Ooh, pumpkin, pumpkin pie, I will fucking crush a pumpkin pie. Apple pie is kind of weird. Or like, you know, when they, you know when it's they have though? Like, I hate fucking pumpkin pie. Pumpkin like, pie is amazing. Pie. With I some whipped cream on it. Oh my nah, god. Nah, nah, apple pie is gross. I'm sorry. I, but I like I mean, apple pie. Sorry, not apple pie, pie sorry. Pumpkin pie is gross. Apple oh, pie. pie. Like the only pie that's gross is rhubarb pie. Uh-uh. No, you're crazy. Rhubarb is shit. Real rhubarb is... Found in a yeah. ditch, okay? It's- Shout out to my wife's mom. My wife's mom used to make me, like, bake me, like, rhubarb cakes. Fucking amazing, dude. I would mm-hmm. love for that. Amazing. My mom, my mom actually grows rhubarb in her garden. I no, that's that my that wife's mom. Cakes. My mother-in-law, she used to Ooh. grow the rhubarb in her backyard and then bake me cakes. Yeah. So, her. fucking yeah, but, love them. Yeah, but pineapple definitely works on pizza. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It goes. Yeah. For this just way, one of those in, weird things. In China, they have durian pizza and they have like seafood pizzas. And so, uh, I see yeah. that. I like Pizza Hut. They got the weird shit there. Uh, yeah, Boston, uh, Boston Pizza used to have it was a crab. I think it was a crab pizza or a shrimp pizza. That shit was a shit, though. Shit no, shit. seafood should not be on pizza. Nah, that shit was a shit. <laughs> that shit was a shit. Hey, I like pickle pizza. Oh, I've had pickle pizza. Yeah, yeah I've had pickle pizza. Yeah, well, you have to have a good one because Boston Pizza used to have a pickle pizza that wasn't very good, but the X, which is like a, a, a it's like a county fair, basically, right? That would be a good equivalent, Rich. The X, yeah, the yeah. X. Yeah. yeah, it's like a Canadian uh, equivalent of like a county fair, basically, that happened. Permanent to in food we trust. <laughs> <laughs> we really should do like a food, like a just a food like related one An episode, food episode. <laughs> I, I guess the consensus is yes. Yes, yeah. I, I I would agree. Pineapple does belong on pizza. Does, is it something that I personally get on pizza? Not usually, but I'm not opposed to it being on pizza. I think it, it works fine with pizza. Yeah. People who are outraged by it, I'm like, what really? Like, yeah, pineapple on pizza for sure. Yeah. No, yeah. Pineapple's a shit, especially on pizza. I definitely do not mind pineapple on pizza. I love it. Yeah, I can I can mess with that. Nice. Thanks, Pete. All right, next one is from Mr. Sniff New Sneakers. What are the best shoe trees y'all recommend? I'm going to bow out because I use the <laughs> ones that come in any shoe that you get. I, You're using I the factory? The factory, uh, factory issued? I recommend you buy shoes with shoe trees already in them or paper already in them because that works the best. It's, it's funny because I guess it goes to show how a little bit crazy I am because my shoe trees, I'm very intricate. I'm very particular about what shoe cheese goes in my shoes for me personally i think a lot of the older jays so like you look at the pairs from the cd pack cdp pack the shoe tree it has like a little nook at the end i love those i think those are like for me like the best ones but it comes but with it though rich it, it comes with it yeah or does there's the question like what shoe tree do you recommend outside of those that come with the shoes that's the way that i interpreted it as but i mean i'm sure that you could probably 
recommend ones that come with it and switch them onto your other shoes. You know what I mean? That's what like, I do. Like, so like the countdown packs, like the 08 Jordans, not even just those, even like the Jordan 22s, even 07, that new love. And it might be some of the older stuff. I just love those shoe trees for the, for the Jays. I don't know what it is. Fuck it. I'd have to go upstairs to get one to show you. But those for me are the ones that I like for the shoes. The Jordan 11s, obviously, too. Like, those shoe trees are good. The plastic ones that come with the Jordan 11s, those yeah. are nice as well. For me, I'm going to have to go with, if any, and, and I know obviously no Jordan brand is not doing this, but the shoe trees that come with the bins are actually wooden shoe trees. So, yeah, those yes. are fucking dope. So, that for me, that's um, that's kind of what I use. But, yeah, yeah they're all different. I mean, yeah. in terms of what comes with the shoes, so exactly, you get those yeah. shoes with the stuffing like underneath and yeah, like this shit. Yeah, that shit. Right. Yeah, the off so, It's funny. Trevor special baby. Does <laughs> <laughs> that even count as a shoe tree? That's just paper scrunched up. <laughs> yeah, so Trevor special baby. I was holding up the. I was holding up the tissue paper that usually comes in with Air Maxes and most shoes actually come with that paper. Most of the Nike shoes have that one. You know, yeah. Jordans you'll get those shoe trees, but I think. Like I said, for those older Jordans, they had these particular shoe trees and it had almost like a little like handle at the end of it, but they were very sturdy. I mean, those are, I love those. So I usually have those. I usually put those primarily like in, they work well, like in the Jordan six, what else did I put it? Like the Jordan ones, the twos, cause even the twos come with them. A lot of the older ones. So like, you know, 04 Jordan twos, 05, even the steel tens came with them. 04 Olympic sevens. They have those same shoe trees. I just love those. So yeah. I typically, when I get them, I just kind of hoard them. So like, yeah, like the bullshit flimsy ass ones, those go in like the bullshit shoes. And then, you know, <laughs> my, you know, my top of the top line, they get the, they get the good shoe trees, but yeah, I mean, and they had, um, I remember at the time Ikea was selling those plastic and it had like the, yeah, the they had metal, the, the, the metal thing. thing. Yeah, the bendy things. I think those I would recommend. Sell them. Yeah, they still got them. Yeah. Those are those are good. And I know a lot of guys like for their Air Maxes, that's what they use. So it's a good question because I, I, I did spend a lot of time looking at shoe trees. So like Rich said, you know, there's a lot of the tissue paper shit like this, or a lot of shoes come with this, like this cardboard. Yeah thing right which is i guess kind of good but sometimes like if you accidentally step on it or something like it kind of just loses its shape or whatever so it's good after a certain point but i, I did look into a lot of the ones that i i did i did like those ones with the spring at the back that you guys were talking about which is like i i think a lot of people bought them from ikea ikea had them yeah and i think they discontinued them from from there but rejuvenator actually has these shoe trees right with the sand control yeah. So basically, yeah. they, they look like this, okay? So yep. these are not the rejuvenator ones, but these are almost identical to what that is because I was looking for those ones. And when I – I mean, they're, they're not hard to find, but they're basically like 15 bucks each. So I was like, you know, with the amount of shoes that we have, like that, you know, I, I try to find a, a cheaper alternative. So Amazon's actually a really good place that I would recommend to look for shoe trees because you can find packs. So you can find like a six-pack for 25 bucks, and that's what – these are they're basically identical to the rejuvenator ones and they're adjustable too so you can see how i mean sorry listeners can't see but there are notches and you can kind of like take this part out and then you can just add it to like the notch that you want it to and then when you put it in your shoe 
and you snap this part down and it kind of like stretches the the shape of your shoe so the the toe kind of keeps its shape or whatever so i have like them in a lot of the the better air maxes that i own like sean's atmos safaris like all those ones and also the ones that kanatsky does for me too like his hybrid pairs that he makes for me i like using those as well because it keeps the shape of it but those are the ones that i like to use there i have to find out what my orders were but basically it's like a um an adjustable shoe tree is what you can probably search on amazon amazon or you can even search the rejuvenator shoe tree to see the kind that i'm looking for and then you'll know what i'm talking about it on amazon they've got bunch of different kinds for you know sizes of shoes also like it depends on what size of shoe you are so they go up to say like size 12 size 14 whatever the case is right but those are the ones that i like to use and that i would recommend so the shoes i only ever had like one actual shoe tree i bought and that was in china and it was a wooden shoe tree that had like four sections so you can you crank it a bit if you wanted to try to stretch the shoe a little bit and it also filled out the shoe pretty well and the main reason i got that wooden one is because some of my shoes started to get out of shape and wrinkled so i was doing the old wet towel and iron to try to flatten out the wrinkles again so that kind yeah. of worked out and i didn't want to try doing that with a plastic shoe tree because it might melt or bend so i bought the wooden one and i mean if you can't find those here because i think they're kind of expensive they could be here for anywhere from like 50 to 100 dollars you could try just going to some of the designer shops like you know Gucci, Louis Vuitton, and you're probably not going to be able to jack one of the shoe trees they have <laughs> in your shoes because those people watch you like dogs. Like there's not a lot of people in the store, but you could try to bribe them to like sell one of the display shoe trees to you, maybe. Yeah, no, you know what? And that's like the wooden ones, obviously, are the best ones, like what Rich was talking about in terms of like the bins that come with those wooden ones. But it was just price for me. I'm not buying like 20 of those wooden ones because they just get up there. That's why I went with the plastic option and I went with the non-brand name version. But I mean, I'm sure the rejuvenator one is better in different ways because it's probably used for like with cleaning. Like you put it in there so it keeps the shape of your shoes so it's easier for you to clean and stuff like that. So I'm sure they're a little bit sturdier. But for me, just to keep the shape, I find that these work quite well. And also the other thing that uh, I love about Amazon is that you can return shit. So... I bought a bunch of different kinds to try to test out which ones they were. Some felt a lot cheaper than others. And the ones that I didn't like, I just sent them back and I got my money back anyway. So I like this question because it took me some time to do a lot of research. And there's so many different fucking kinds on, on Amazon. And the options are just sort of overwhelming. And I kind of did buy maybe like four or five different kinds. And I sent them the ones I didn't want back. But I did end up with... And I forget what it's called because there are all these fucking ones from China and shit like that too. And some of them can be cheap. Some of them can be better quality. But if I can find the name of the one that I bought, then I'll share with you guys. Yeah. Nice, Kev. Yeah. Good question for sure. So the next question we've got is from Andy, previous guest on a few weeks ago, 80 Sneaks. What was the most awkward interaction with another sneakerhead? I can start this one off because I think I have a pretty <laughs> funny one. Yeah. For anyone who's listened, been listening to the pod, for a while you've probably heard me talk about this i so we in 2019 when the the raptors won the nba championship rich and i were at an event there was a bunch of people there it was um it was jeff staple had the clothing line that he put out with the beer mgd very random but anyways so we put this clothing line out and we're at the event for it there's a bunch of us there uh christian from laces is there um, kellen was there as well there's a couple other people so we're we're mingling i'm saying hi to some people away from rich and everyone and <laughs> christian taps me on the shoulder and he's like trev come jump in this picture 
So I'm like, okay, cool. So I turn around, put my hand on some people's shoulders, smile, and whoever we took a picture with walks away. And I, I turned to, I was either Rich or Christian. I was like, who the fuck did we just take a picture with? And they're like, oh, that was Jeff Staple. I was like, oh, uh, that's interesting. I didn't know that was Jeff Staple. I thought we were just taking a group photo. <laughs> I remember that shit, man. That shit was funny. That shit was funny. It's, it's funny because that, that event was like, it was designed off this Jeff Staple. I think it was like a capsule collection or whatever they've done. So anyways, they have this collection and all this stuff is there and nobody cared. And not because, yeah, yeah. not because the stuff wasn't good. Not because it was like Jeff Staple was was off. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff Staple was was there to answer questions like Jeff Staple, like Jeff Staple is a pretty big name in sneakers, regardless of what you think of what's happened with the Warren Lotus stuff and whatever, whatever, right? A big name in sneakers. Like he's a really big name in sneaker history, right? He happens to be there on game six of the NBA finals where the Raptors are playing in the NBA finals. And they clinched that. Like, it was just the craziest, like, he's, like, trying to talk about his collection. He's like, I know, I'm sorry. I'm talking while the Raptors game is going on. And there's, like, an entire room of 200 people who are, like, like, <laughs> yeah. no one cares about this. Like, the Raptors game is on. Like, like yeah. no one can. Like, people are trying to ask him, like, he's like, does anyone have any questions for Jeff? Like, you know. No. <laughs> no. 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 What are his thoughts on the Raptors series? And can he put it on the TV? Like, yeah. The irony of it all is that we ended up winning the championship. That just made the shit even fucking worse. Like that night, man, it was like, it was a throwaway night for him, honestly. Like, because yeah. the timing could have been, could have been worse. Like, yeah, and I'm sure he's got a very busy schedule. So obviously he, he can't predict and plan for that kind of stuff, right? But yeah, I, the, the picture thing was, I still find, to this day, I find that hilarious. <laughs> That's Christian, funny, yeah. Christian taps me on the shoulder. He's like, hey, Trev, jump in this picture. Who the fuck did we just take a picture with? Like, who is that? <laughs> that was Jeff Staple. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's, 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 that's my awkward. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely awkward. Yeah, you know, I, I got one actually. And uh, it's, um, I guess maybe it's also a question for, for other people out there too, because I find this could come up, you know, with other people too. But an awkward situation that I had was I had a pair of sneakers that were DS. I was selling them at a sneaker show. And somebody that, uh, somebody that we know, who's not even our size, actually two sizes bigger than the size that I had, wanted to try the sneakers on. And I said, well, you know, you don't even fucking fit the shoes. And he said, well, no, 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 no. I, I think I can, I think I can make it work. I usually wear, you know, <laughs> I can usually wear shoes that are a little bit smaller. Mind you, like these were two sizes too small. And I literally just like watched him cram his fucking foot into this sneaker. It's so fun um, because my situation is going to be similar. Is it similar to that? And then, you know, this, that's, you know, I, I was kind of suspecting that, you know, this has happened to a lot of people because, you know, we talked before about, you know, going to sneaker stores and like wanting to try sneakers on and like employees will be like, they'll think you're weird for doing that. But I think this is a different situation because the sneaker is not even your size and you know, it's not your size. And I know it's not your size. And I'm literally watching you cram the heel down of the sneaker unlace the entire fucking thing and stretch it out right like you know when people take the laces out and they start pulling the the sides apart you know i was watching him do that and you know at what point do you say like hey listen you know like 
I don't want you to do this, <laughs> you know? So that's what made the whole thing awkward is that I kind of believed him at some point. I kind of believed him that this was possible. But when I was watching him, like, no, nah, this is not happening, man. Like, why <laughs> Why did I say yes to this? So, you know, I, I'm, I'm bringing this up because it might, you know, other people might have experiences as well. Kali just said his is kind of similar. But, you know, I have other people as oh. well that come to my house and they're like, oh, can I try on your shoes? And I'm like, sure. And they're kind of similar sizes, but... They're not like us where we meticulously put on our shoes. They kind of just, you know, shove their foot into it. And, you know, it's very awkward because I don't want to say to them, like, hey, hey, take it easy when they're just kind of like, well, who cares? They're just fucking sneakers. You know what I mean? So I think that was kind of one of the most awkward situations just because of the fact that the sizing was so off that I don't know even know why I said, yes, this will work. You know? Okay, okay you guys are going to follow. It's funny because my situation is not actually have to do with smashing a foot into a size. Okay. So my awkward situation is going to go back to years ago when we were planning an event and some guy got upset and then threw a glass of water onto someone else and the whole table had to hold each other back. That was my awkward situation. You guys were all there. I don't remember this. We were at a restaurant at Boston Pizza. And someone got upset and threw a glass of water on another person. Oh, <laughs> and, and, we and, all knives, had... and knives were thrown as well. And that yes. <laughs> and I, I, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> that, that was awkward. I will say that. Just a touch awkward. Just a touch. <laughs> just a touch. <laughs> I was going to go with one, but I think I'll go with another one just because and it, it, I wouldn't even say it, it, it might have been awkward. Yeah, I had a situation where we were at a show and I had a pair of shoes actually displayed. And you know, sometimes we would have shoes and we display stuff and it's like, it's not for sale. And I think it was a pair of the skunk dunks. Kevin remember this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had them, I had them displayed and the guy rolls up and was like, you know, how much do you want to want for them? And I'm just like, look, they're not for sale. Like, you know, and just kept pressing me, pressing me, pressing me. And I'm just like, I, threw a number out there just like some ridiculous like number just to kind of you know shut it down and they're they were like oh well you know this table has it for this price so I was just kind of like well then just go over there and go buy them then like don't come and tell me like what this guy is selling them for I don't care what he's selling them for I already told you I'm not selling them so like if he got it for cheaper, then yo, feel free. Go over there and pick them up over there, man. But like, it was just awkward in the sense of like, you know, why come to me to tell me what this guy's selling them for? They're they're my shoes or they're a shoe that I have. I really don't care what they're selling them for. I ain't selling mine, which is what I told you. And, you know, you insisted on wanting them. And, you know, when I gave you a price, then you're, you're bringing another individual's price to me. So it, it was a bit awkward because I was just like, yeah, like that really don't matter, man. So yeah, like, how do, how do I tell you that these are not for sale? Right? Yeah. Like, and that how was the thing you? too. It made it awkward because it was like, you know, when someone is just on you, on you, on you. And it's just like, all right, fine. Fuck. Like this is the number I, yeah. for them. Yeah. And I just... I just felt like I thought that when I said that, it would just shut it down, right? But then yeah. it was like, no, but they got them for this. I said, okay, we'll go over there and buy them. Yeah. So it just, yeah. like And you know what? And that's like, I feel like there's a lot of situations like that, especially at sneaker shows. I find, um, you know, when you go to sneaker con, 
a lot of people like to to negotiate and i get that like they like to trade they like to negotiate they like whatever but you know it gets to a point where you know it has to be reasonable from both sides too right like we when we were at sneaker events and we would have a table we would literally price our stuff to sell right so if something's for sale it would be clearly listed as a pair for sale the price would be probably at least you know 20 to 30 dollars below retail or it would be maybe 50 or 60 dollars less than what most people are trying to sell their pairs for and you get into these awkward negotiation battles where you're like i'm not negotiating with you because this is what the price is and then they just keep on kind of pressing you on a on a better price well would you do it for this price would you do it for this price what if i take these two pairs and it's like I've already no. told you, this is what the price is. This is the lowest I will go. They're like, it doesn't matter how much more talking you're going to do. It's not going to make me go lower because the next person is just going to take it. And remember, Rich, the one show that we were at? I was just, I was one, just about to say that, Kev. <laughs> this one kid was pressing me, like, I will give you $20 less than what your price is. Listen, buddy, I think it's low enough. It's already $40 below retail. And as he was trying to negotiate with me, some other lady right beside him picked up the pair and and gave me the money for it, even like in his face. In his face. <laughs> that shit was like priceless. And, and I was like, just, see? <laughs> I told you, man. I said, this is a good deal, man. Like, And these are awkward situations because I don't know how to tell people like, hey, I, I want to help you out here, but I think I'm helping you enough already, right? Like... I think I've done enough where, you know, I've given you the best prices I possibly can. Yeah, he, he, he learned that day. That that yeah. kid definitely learned when he, when he seen that. He bared witness to what happens when you sleep, man. Because Kevin, you told him, you're like, look, price is great. Somebody else is going to buy it. And the woman was just like, yep, yeah, well, I'll take these right from <laughs> Right, front of, and you just watch his face as he's watching the shoe. He just passed by. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And that, man. And yeah, that happens a lot at these sneaker events. And, you know, like, I think, you know, I don't want to say we have the best prices out there. We have prices shit super low, but, you know, I, I get people want to deal and I get people want to negotiate. So I bypass all that shit and I just go to the lowest yeah. price that I'm going to go to. And, yeah. you know, like, I don't deal with all the dancing around bullshit because everybody wants to negotiate. And I get that. I don't know about you, Collie, but for me, at least, I, I kind of find where it's like we, we work retail, right? So there's there's an element of that every time someone's looking at a shoe, right? You know, yo, can you not I tax work, off this? though, in Dixie Mall. So that's you. a different sketch scenario. Maybe, maybe not for, okay, but for me, at least, like, when people are, like, they're trying to, like, I... For me personally, I don't find that awkward because like for eight years, people were asking me for discounts on retail shoes. Like, yo, can you not tax off? Yo, knock $10 off this. Like, you know, like, so for me, it's like, I'm like, this is the price. I know I have the, like, I know my price is reasonable. It's like probably one of the better prices you'll find here. If you don't like it, you can be on your way. Like, it just doesn't, like, it doesn't even fit. And when people do that kind of stuff, it's just like, like right over my head. Like, I just don't even hear it or see it or remember it because it's just such a like a common occurrence for me it's like yeah that makes yep yeah. yeah we just we just had scammers being awkward oh they'd take the one clearance tag and stick it on another thing and say this is the price it's marked this way and drunk customers and customers <laughs> drugs customers slapping the managers customers uh uttering death threats to the managers that's crazy people threatening to pull guns on people in the store it's Awkward. Definitely awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I miss it. Yeah, no, good good question, Andy. That was uh that was a good one.
All right, our homie JB, no drugs, just sneakers. So he had four questions for us. Not one, not two, not three, four. <laughs> so first question from JB, shoe of the year this far. Easy, Concepts Air Max one. Damn that's, you, that's Kev. <laughs> you know so what, and if Kev, you want me to pick Kev, specific. Kev didn't even hesitate. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what, like, just like the Padas, you can pick any colorway. But for me, I think it's, I've kind of flip-flopped between all three. So, I mean, I can't even tell you right now which one's my favorite one because I love all three of them. But definitely that collaboration is my favorite. I'll just piggyback off that because I'm the no. same way. I have, and it's the only new pair of shoes I bought this year. So it's, it's, it's by far the winner for me. For me, it's really hard because all the shoes I really liked this year have all been re-releases. And I can't give myself a shoe of the year that's a re-release. I always make it so it has to be, you know, a new design at least or something innovative. So Holy. the only thing, what? Your acronym Blazers? Well, yeah, I'm say. giving that the acronym Blazers are probably going to give it. But at the end of the day, I don't think at the end of the year, it will be my shoe of the year. Like, I, I love the shoe, but does it really, because it's, it's not, it's, it's a blazer at the end of the day. Blazers aren't my favorite model. They're not as comfortable as it could be. They did that on a more running silhouette. It would have been, like, if they did the acronym Space Hippie, that probably would have been fire. Like if they did on a more running shoe, you know, just something more comfortable. Is there something you didn't get that you would say is your shoe of the year so far? I cannot think of it exactly. Uh, I need more time to brew on it. I, I, a month ago or a couple weeks ago, I remember something popped into my mind. Like this, so far, this is the shoe of the year, but I can't, it doesn't bring a bell right now for some reason. Okay, cool. Rich? Yeah, like what colleague said too, I think I'm in the same boat. For me personally, I'd have to go with that Penny One, that Orlando. But then again, it's a retro, right? So I think if I'm going to go in terms of something new, it's tough, man. It's tough because I haven't seen that um, I'm in my year two. That's probably going to be up there for me. But even then, it's like it's very reminiscent of the one, a little bit of the three. You know what I mean? So it's not. Yeah, it has not come out. Yeah, he said this far, right? His question was shoot the year. This far, this far, I'll have to, I'll agree with you guys, man. I'll have to go with that Air Max one, you know, even having that heavy, I think all of, all three of them were just fucking amazing in terms of just the, the mashup of everything. It's just nuts. Even the materials, man, like that heavy, like is fucking nuts. Like the fucking velour laces, mm -hmm. like that brown pair. I'm just like, yo, yeah. I'm right now trying to figure out like what lace I'm going to put in those when yeah. I take those to New York. Best believe whenever I get that pair, velour laces going right in. No question. Everybody <laughs> wasting no time. I'm probably I'm probably gonna do the white just, just to keep it clean. But yo, those velour laces, I was just like, I didn't even realize it till when I took them out. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, they gave us fucking velour laces on these joints. Like that mashup is just is beautiful. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Details, quality, everything. storytelling. Yeah, just everything, everything about that shoe is just everything. And then packaging, comfort. yeah. The packaging, the fucking box is dope. I put them on foot. Like, I try to, I'm just like, yes. That, for me, just solidified, like, what was coming to New York with me. I'm like, yeah, these are, <laughs> these are definitely, because once again, right? Like, I'm going to be on my feet for a lot of the time. So, I'm like, I just need something comfortable. Like, Jordans are just not going to do it for me. But, yeah, I, I would say thus far, yeah, that Air Max, that concepts packed for sure. 
I would say. I'm not even going to lie. I can't even lie about that. that. That's probably taking the cake at the moment. I think it's one of the only big releases and this like we, we haven't talked about New Balance or anything like that, but I agree. Like I think they did a really good job on that. And I think the far out for sure, like if the, the heavies weren't so expensive for me, I would have got the far out as well. Now the far outs are nice. I like all of them. I like yeah. all of them. Yeah, they were all good. Like I mean the metals I I could do without, but like again, like if, if they were cheaper, I would have probably gone and completed the whole set. But when I'm paying five hundred bucks for one, it's like nope. nope. <laughs> we gotta pick Which and choose. One, uh, which one is the purple? It has the purple. That's the that's that the that's no I that's yeah that out of the pack, that is my favorite. Is yeah. is that far up here? Is my favorite. I love that. That pair is that pair is beautiful. I can uh, give honorable mentions to the easy four fifty resin or the easy four fifty, let's put it that that model. It's a little innovative, a little out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, nice. So, um, if you could design your own shoe line or collab, what are you calling them? I'm just gonna go Air Transkis. <laughs> yeah, I kind of took a little bit of a different take on this one. I don't think I know what I would call them, but I know what I would want to collaborate on. So I would definitely pick an Air Max One, and it would have to be like you know bespoke pair. Like I, I've always wanted to do a bespoke. I don't care what it's going to cost. I know it would cost upwards of a thousand dollars, whatever it is. But if I can add a bespoke to one of my collections, that would be kind of like what I would consider a collab for me because you can kind of customize those materials and everything too. I don't know what I would call it. Air Cayman, I guess maybe. <laughs> Along the same lines as Trev, but uh, yeah, definitely be like a bespoke, bespoke Air Max one. Oh, fuck. I don't, yeah, that's tough. Like for the name, I'm just like, I don't know what I would call it. Like with Kev said, for me, in terms of like a shoe, it'd definitely be a Jordan 6. I'd probably be leaning towards like an all red suede or all red Nubuck Ooh. 6 is what I would go with. I've never seen. I love red. And I think just like a Nubuck or a suede, like a long haired suede. Like a Sick. bright, bright red or like maybe a muted, like, you know, the, you know, the um, Macklemore sixes, how it's kind of like muted a little bit. Nah, like, like a bright, bro. Like a bright, like, okay. Yeah. Like a like solid, a... like red. This is tough for the names, man. I don't know. <laughs> you wouldn't go. Okay. Uh, just a question for all of you guys. And you wouldn't go with like your nickname, like your Instagram handle that's, names, that's like your nicknames that's or something like that. I'm trying to think what would fit. So it's like Jordan six, I don't know, status 13s or Jordan six. Yeah. Like even like the Jordan six Braille grail status or grail status jordan six <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, just yeah. incorporating a name with it so i'd probably go with that but yeah all red suede yo is, is what i would go with for that particular pair so i actually have a bunch of clothes designed and i've done product development before and i have designed a few shoes that i would like to one day make if i ever had thousands and thousands of dollars to put towards that but all my product is under my brand C3 and everything is labeled under numbers. So like one number example of a product would be 8422 two, or another product would be uh, 666. Uh, it's a lucky number. It's not a satanic number for every religious person out there. It's Chinese. It's lucky. It's 666 Leo Leo Leo. Okay, so th that's the referencing. So everything I would do, it would just be a number issue. So even if I just did a shoe, I could do like, two three six six or something like that or any idea depending on the shape and my shoes basically the bottom would be like a yeezy uh 350 v1 would be the bottom and the top would be oddly shaped kind of like a jordan six i guess 
but not as solid leather, maybe some material mixed in it. So more of like a quick movement running shoe or a shoe designed for a sport like parkour or something like that. And just for comfort. So. Oh, crazy. crazy. Nice. Okay. Uh, and you know what was funny, Collie? I was thinking that you were going to say C3 for yours. That's <laughs> that's that's the branding. That's the label. So like the but the product stuff, even when you would buy it off the site, like even if it says C3 on the shirt as a design, the product would be labeled as the numbers. Like a lot of designer brands do stuff like that, like acronym. Uh, a lot of style numbers are listed on Gucci and stuff like that. So. Oh, nice. Interesting. Okay. Number three, if your life depended on it and you could only keep one shoe, what are you keeping? Yeah. So this, I mean, I'll go first. Uh, this kind of, kind of ties into that whole three silhouette thing. So this, I, I, I kind of thought about both these questions at the same time when I was thinking about the answer is mine is going to have to be Jordan one bread again, longevity, you know, you have Jordan ones that are, you know, 85s people are still rocking them. Right. So, you know, these are going to last for a while. So I'm going to definitely go with Jordan one bread just for that reason. I am probably going to go Jordan three black cement. Very good point, Kev. I would say that like, if you can only rock one shoe, I would say maybe you have to do your life depending on it. You had to sell your entire collection. What's the one you keep in? So I'm not super concerned about long or I'm not as concerned about longevity. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, the one shoe that I'm keeping and, and very interesting. You said Jordan's Kev, cause I figured you would have said an air max. I um, did, but because of the crumbling, that's why I said I pick something else. Okay. Atmos air max one would have been my original pick, but then I thought, Oh, what if it crumbles and I can't even wear it. So yeah, that one, I don't know. That was my yeah. own little twist. I put in it. Yeah. I'm probably going with a Jordan three. That's my thought. Cause I, I take that as if you could only keep one shoe, I'm keeping the black cement three, but I, like I have, the, like, it's not like an option where it's like, Oh, you can't buy anything else. Uh, like again, like this is your, the, the only shoe you'll have for the rest of your life sort of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. I could, I could buy another pair of black cement three. So I'm going black cement threes. Okay. I'll jump on this. So this sounds like a survival thing. If I can only have one shoe, I have to be realistic. Like if there's water happening, if I have to kick in someone's teeth, like I need that strap. And I don't mean the strap on a hip. I mean the strap on a black on black Air Force One mid. Like those things are going to go through the snow. It's We're in Canada, guys. It's raining. It's weather. Those things are beaters. You can, you can run in them like a soldier. Like those things are... They're not as comfortable as I'd like, but if it's only one shoe, that's got. I mean, I, before we had those three shoes before, but if it's only one, you're going durability and versatility. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Although you really listed a reason in case you need to kick someone's teeth in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to go with a black Air Force One for that. You know, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> we get dirty. Yeah, for me, one shoe. I'm going with the six, man. Jordan six for me. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. The theme for rich, yes, sir. Easy picks here, yeah. Kind of not, not surprising. I, I think that that one was kind of easy. Every, everyone's kind of got this shoe. The, the, the Air Force One thing, Collie, though, that was a, that was an interesting wait, one. but it's one shoe, like not every color of one, no, Correct. just that yes, one, shoe. Right. yeah, no, no, Correct. just the one, shoe. Just yeah, like the silhouette, yeah. I so yeah. means Jordan Six doesn't change anything, yeah. Jordan Six infrared, right? Because if it's every color, then I would have probably won Jordan Nine because that would have had uh, a bit more infrared, option. infrared six, bro. I'm yeah. good. No, that makes sense. I think that's a, that's a pretty easy one. Okay, last question from JV. Which celebrity shoe collection do you respect, if any, and why? Mm, I can start. Go ahead, Trev. Wale. Yes. That's a good one, yeah. 
he's been into shoes forever. And like, I, you know, like I, I remember listening to Wally in like 2010, I think it was around the time I started at Foot Locker. So 2010, and I've been listening, I've heard him before I started working there, but always rocking kicks, always talks about kicks in his music. And he wears stuff that is obscure. That guy is a big foam posit guy. You don't see a lot of celebrities into foam posits. And if you're into foam posits, you're into sneakers. Like, cause that's like a niche kind of sneaker. Not that not everyone can rock that. And not everyone's into that kind of shoe. So I'm gonna yeah. go with Huawei. I think I, I respect what he wears and he wears everything and anything, right? So I, I respect his opinions when it comes to sneakers. Yeah, definitely. That's a good one. Along the same lines as that, I'm gonna pick Yachty. I think he's got a great sneaker collection and not only that, like his knowledge on sneakers too. And it was kind of like with Wale and and Yachty could kind of both be the same pick almost for me. But yeah, no, I just love the variety of his sneakers as well. Like he's got everything. He's got a lot of obscure shit too, but history wise and knowledge, he's one of those guys that definitely knows his shit when it comes to sneakers. But yeah, there was a couple of guys that I thought about. Trinidad James is another guy too. I think he's got a really eclectic collection, but knows a lot about sneakers too. So I guess it could be interchanged with three. I didn't really bring music into it because I don't really know a lot about Yachty's music. I don't listen to his music, for being honest. but I I agree, Kev. I think Yachty, especially being a younger guy too, you can see like he kind of knows his shit. Mm -hmm. For me, I'm going to go with DJ Clark Kent. Ah, good one. There's one for me. And Clark Kent is just, you know, same thing, like rocks a lot of stuff. The Air Forces, especially, you know, he had his collab with the Air Forces, the Air Max One. I think it was a LeBron he did as well. So, yeah, for me, Clark Kent, definitely a staple when it comes to the shoe thing. That's my pick. Audible mention, though, Fat Joe, 100%. Mm, yeah. So uh, I try not to pay attention to celebrities. I want to be a celebrity, so I don't pay attention to others. But if I was going to say, you know, what is a celebrity? You can go YouTube celebrity. I'm going to shout out JC because that guy owns everything. So like. JC, I would also put him like along the lines of them because even him like with shoes, there's a passion there for that. You know, he has a story too. But yeah, I, I guess you can lump him into the YouTuber thing for mm-hmm. sure. Because at the end of the day, I mean, uh, or whatever type of celebrity you want to call him, right? He is a celebrity in whatever way people watch him, view him or whatever. But his yeah. collection is like, oh, he has stores. Yeah, but technically, if someone gave you the right price for any sneaker in your collection, you would move it and get another piece unless you knew it was impossible to get back. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought about his collection too. Yeah. Yeah. There's guys like that. Like, I, so I also thought about like him, Perfect Pair. Like, these are guys that they know about sneakers too. Like, there's guys, obviously, like DJ Khaled and shit like that. A lot of these athletes. Uh, as well. No, we ain't talking about DJ Khaled. You know what I mean? Exactly. No, 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 no. Exactly. The meeting, so, the, meeting, he's, the meeting is over, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> and like what Colin said, like JC is just one of those like highly respected guys on YouTube and, you know, just, you know, sneaker events and all that shit too. Same thing with the perfect pair. He's one of those guys. But yeah, celebrity wise, I was just thinking more along like artist, like music artists or movie celebrities. Yeah. Like I thought about like Jason Sudeikis and, you know, like, all these one. guys, right? Like I thought about a lot of these guys and at least they know about their sneakers and shit too. That's what the main thing was. Rich, I was a little surprised you didn't uh, talk about your homie Bun B. Bun B is a good one too. Yeah, Bun yeah. Bumby too. Bun B too. I think too, for me too, like with Clark Kent, you know, just being from New York, that kind of like it resonates a bit more with me. But nah, Bun B. And I think with Bun B too, I was a bit surprised because even like when we, uh, for All Star in Toronto, 
just to hear his story and shit, like in terms of the shoes and even to see like, you know, what the fuck he's rocking. Like now it's just crazy just to see that shit. So yeah, definitely Bumpy. Wale was a good one. I like for Wale sure. too, yeah. Well, Matt, Matt Welty. Matt yeah, Welty. <laughs> I like Welty, man. Even though Welty loves his Adidas, you know, shout out to Welty. Trinidad James was a good one too because I think Trinidad James, like even before he blew up in rap, like he was, he was camping well, he was out all that yeah. shit. Like exactly. shoes and shit. And he knows his shit as well. So it's it's a breath of fresh air just to kind of see that. But Yachty too, because I watch Yachty. And Yachty knows his shit. Even to be like, you know, a younger dude. Even like the Migos, you know, take off. Not take off. Offset. 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 He, knows, he knows his shit too. So, so shout out to a lot of celebrities who, you know, sometimes I think people think because, you know, they have money and stuff. And, and that's part of it. But I think a lot of, there are some of them who are generally into sneakers or like, and know they shit. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely nice to see. Oh, yo, Odell Beckham. Oh, yeah. Oh, hold on. We got to talk about that sneaker, that closet of his. Fucking that crazy. That Ohio house that he had. Ooh. Fucking crazy. Crazy. Yo, real talk. If I had the money, my shit would look like that. I'm not even going to lie to you. Just like that. A fucking store. He was proper. Yeah, that was that was a proper setup. That, that's how your shit should look. When you got money like that, that's how your shit needs to look. Take notes. Yes. That's how it should look. Amen. Anything less than that is not it. Not when you got money like that. Your shit needs to look like a store. Agreed. Straight up. Shout out to OBJ. That shit was fucking nuts. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones. I'm sure we forgot some of them, but yeah, it's 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 refreshing to see some of that. To see some of those, I, I figured you were gonna say Bun B Rich because uh, you met him at that that event you talked about when All Star was here in Toronto. So yeah. yeah, there's a lot of good celebrities. I think Wally's always been the one that stands out in my mind. Like I just always think he's he's got a real passion for sneakers that, that and, he, just... and he rapped about it. A lot of his music, you yeah, know, mm-hmm. he he incorporated a lot of that in his music, and I think Wally yeah, definitely is up there in terms of that and. There's a lot of celebrities that have, you know, been into shoes and are still into shoes. So it's definitely nice to see it for sure. Yeah. Uh, JB, four questions there. Jeez. Salute to (laughs) JB. (laughs) Nice. All right. Last question of the night, boys, then we can head out. Okay. The kicks I rock. Rory, what's the worst sneaker trade you have ever done? Mine was Royal Ones for, he wrote TB Vapor Maxes. I believe it was supposed to be TN, so tuned. Vapor Maxes. Yeah. Or if I'm wrong, please correct me. Uh, but I believe it should have been tuned air maxes. So that's what happened when I Googled it too. So I think it was tuned air maxes and yikes. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was his yikes. that was a trade he made, right? Yeah, yeah that's yikes. Terrible. That's terrible. Yikes. That terrible. <laughs> My God. I can go quickly because you know what? I'm not a trade guy. I've tried many, many times. It's not something that I'm good at. Not something that – because my lists are always really short and concise and specific. So for me to be able to trade for something that I want, it's really hard for me to do that. But there's a couple of shoes, yeah, for sure. That Like a lot of the Kobe's that I had, I definitely sold them, which it was a time where I was trying to downsize my collection. So I can't say I regret them. But, yeah, it's crazy to see what they cost now. And, and if I ever wanted to replace them, I can't do that now. But ones that kind of stick out to me, and they weren't even ones that I sold, but I donated them. And I may have talked about this before, but I had the 07 Metallic 5s, just donated them. Lots of life left in them. My wife was just like, why do you still have these? You don't even wear them anymore. Fine. It was one of those things where, like, I'll just donate them just kind of like, you know, so she won't, you know, bug me about it anymore. And also the True Blue 3s from 01, I believe. Was it 2000 or 01? I think 01. Yeah. I also donated those because my dog got at the back tab and chewed off the back tab 
and it just uh, it, it annoyed the shit out of me that I had to kind of I just cut the top of it off and it just looked so awkward and I just donated those as well so not necessarily a trade but I gave those away and now I really really regret it because I love those two pairs and any of the true blue threes that I had after that don't compare to that 01 pair at all and then same thing with the metallic five I just loved that shoe and it was probably one of the only fives that I have so can't really contribute in terms of the trades because I don't really do trades but those are pairs that I wish I had back again for me and I don't have regrets but this is one that still sticks to me to this day I don't know what the fuck I was thinking I fucking traded my um I think it was the 2010 Flint 13s was that the first retro that was yeah yeah did correct yeah yeah 2010 Flint 13s for fucking Baron nines oh Baron nines, bro. I don't know what the fuck I was yeah, thinking. Baron nines were a good shoe. They were nice. No, I paid resale for them. Not better than yeah. Flint not better than the Flints, no. And at the time too, like that Flint thirteen. This was like years ago. That was like the shoe. Yeah, like, it was people, sought after. Yeah, yeah. It was sought after, man. Like you didn't, because prior to that, I think the retro before that was like 04 or some shit, somewhere yeah. around that ballpark. So like the Flint thirteens, like we were waiting for that retro. And I found a pair and I paid some money for it too. It's not even like I got it, the pair I got for cheap. And I fucking traded them for Baron Nines. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. Oh, to this day. Yeah, even Thanks. after I traded, I had like traders remorse. Like, after I traded, I was like, what the fuck did I just do? Like, what did I just do? And I got rid of it and I sold the Barons for like nothing. So I lost. Like, I super lost on yeah. that. Super lost, man. But yeah, Flint fucking 13s for Baron Nines. Thank you for reminding me, Rich, because I have to wear my pair, actually. I was thinking about that the other week, and I was like, I have to wear these. I haven't worn these in a while. But that is a brutal, like, that is that was terrible. Man. That was terrible. Yeah, my some of some of my, my losses when it comes to trades, I don't like to talk about them. Um, <laughs> Rightfully so. Yeah, I've definitely had my share. You know, I'm, I'm not impervious to the bullshit. So, yeah, that's that's definitely one of mine, man. One of, I to this day, like that's just that's why I was easy to pull it up. Like I was just like, yeah, yeah that one still hurts for sure. Yeah, Oof, that's a rough one. Mine is so again, I'm kind of in the same boat as Kev. I I don't really do trades. Just yeah, it's I'd rather just sell it separately and buy it separately. So, but the the one that I sold that really burns me was my Chicago ones from 2013, I believe it was. Ooh. 2015? No, the one before that. Oh, the one okay. the, had the jump man on the tongue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I sold those for I believe it was 150 bucks. Oh, damn. Now, I granted, having said that, I sold that in 2016, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so it was it was before this crazy Chicago one hype. But like now, I'm like, oh my god, like. Yeah. <laughs> That shoe was easily worth now what like a thousand dollars, and that was a easy. shitty, yeah, shitty retro. Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah. yeah, that that one definitely burns me a little bit to this day, especially knowing what they're going for now. But I'm kind of in the same boat. Usually, when I get rid of stuff, if I get rid of it, it's because I'm not wearing it, so I don't really regret it. Mm-hmm. And was it the right move to get rid of those Chicago's? Yes, but now I'm kind of like shit i should have waited like had i waited four years like i would be sitting on a gold mine with those shoes like anyways that's a big one for me but the gold mine i mean four years two hundred dollars you could have reinvested the two hundred dollars and made that thousand in four years probably very easily 
yeah, I could have, but like, I mean, had I just waited and not sold the shoes for 150 bucks, like, yeah, I'm like, just I mean, to he, dump them. Yeah, he exactly. He didn't need to get rid of them. He just kind of just got rid of them, right? There's no reason for me to get rid of them at the time. I was just like, ah, let me get rid of these sort of thing. Uh, so mine would be, uh, I sold Rich my more up tempos. <laughs> the, the, what year was that? 2010? 2010. 2010. You, yeah. sir. But you know what? At least you know that it went to somebody that is enjoying them. And, you know, he, he couldn't have gone to a better person. You know what I mean? Like, he appreciates them. He wears the them. All, he enjoys the them. The also game flight pauses for one thing, but the, the more up tempos, that still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, and yeah, we can definitely talk about a lot of these pairs that we Like, I had the, the black off white Air Force Ones. You know, I sold those early. And then, you know what? I, I got decent coin for it, but now they're going for crazy amounts of money. Right at the time when I sold it, you know, when I sold them for, I think it was like 750 or 800, I was laughing. And then now they're like, what? They're like 12, 1300 bucks. I don't know what the fuck they cost now. Same thing with the, the Travis Scott fours. I had those and I sold them for like 600 something, 700. At the time I was laughing because, you know, people were buying them or selling them for like 500 bucks. There's lots of pairs out there that, you know, bread toe ones. I had those and I sold those for like 750, something like that now those are over a thousand so yeah it's hard not to kick yourself because we obviously can't tell the future but you know if you just held on to them for a little bit longer yeah it's a gamble right, right? like it's, 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 yeah, it's, yeah. it's literally a gamble and i mean like because equally as much like i think kev you've talked about on our pod before the easy zebras right didn't you have a like one of the first releases of those and you got stupid money for them and had you hold on held on to them they would be lost. They yeah. would have been worth nothing at this point. So yeah, and it, funny it, enough, I actually talked about that with with Rory because he was asking me about you know trades and things like that. And I said, well, I made a really good trade before, and that was on that original yeah. zebra, and I that was how I got my Atmos Air Max One, which was the person that I traded with valued those at five hundred dollars Canadian and gave me eleven hundred dollars on top for that zebra. And, you know, I look back now and I laugh, obviously, because I came up huge on that. Yeah. But at the time, I felt super ripped off because he was valuing that trade at basically like 1600 bucks when those zebras at the time were easily selling for over $2,000. Yeah. Especially in the size that I had, which is a size eight. There's wins and losses, right? There's, there's, There's always wins and losses. But yeah, it's... Yeah, that's always an interesting one. Sorry, we didn't have any more trades to talk about, Rory. I, I only really rich trades, like specifically here. So, yeah. Rich is the trade expert here. I, I'm, yeah. I'm still trying to find, you know, that sort of skill in trading. Rory's really good at it too. Like, <laughs> yeah, he is. He's really good at making trades, and he's actually, you know, shouts to him because he made um, sort of like a promise to himself that he's not going to get anything new yeah. unless he can trade for it. So that's how yeah. the conversation came up with him when I was talking about trades because he said he didn't get the Air Max one concepts because he just didn't want to buy it outright. Yep. He wanted to make sure that he could trade for the pairs and it's been hard for him to That's find. In his and size. trades are always, trades are always good, man. Another one I took at L one. I really don't, I think the L came after the fact and it wasn't intentional. Shout out to the homie, Matt, Matt, we actually had on the pod and this yep. is how we met, but I traded him my fucking 2010 varsity red, black varsity red sixes which I love, and my 2005 Red Steel 10s for that fucking Chicago 23, which ended up hitting fucking outlets. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We I talked about a, this. Yeah, I took yeah. a fucking huge L. At the time, 
they were like a Chicago exclusive and then they fucking announced that they're hitting outlets and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I just gave this dude <laughs> these fucking two pairs and then now these things are in the outlet. Like, yeah, yeah it, that's the thing with trading is like, I think the art of it too is like, especially when you meet guys and you guys kind of do trades all the time, it's kind of like, you're going to take some losses on them. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, shout out to the homie Aaron on Denon Hearts. Me and him, we always like trade shoes and it's like, you know, if he wins this trade, like, because we always say that, like, yo, I know you're winning this trade this time, so next time you got to take care of me. <laughs> so that's kind of, like, what we do. And it's almost like this unspoken, like, kind of code. And it's like, you respect it because it's like, there'll be some trades where it's like, you know, he wants something, I have, and he has something. And it's like, I know I'm going to win. I'm winning this trade. You know what I mean? But he kind of wants what I have, vice versa. So it's like, you know what? Let's do it, you know, next time. I need to win on that trade next time we do something. So I always keep that in mind. I mean, it keeps it interesting. And at the same time, like I said, you build that relationship and everyone leaves with the feeling that, you know, it was a fair trade. And especially, like I said, if, if you feel like you lost out, out on that one, you know, in the future, you guys are going to trade some stuff back. Mm -hmm. So then I may give him the upper hand, like in terms of like, all right, I'm going to take care of you this time. You know, you want this. So I think yeah, that's a it, good it, point too, though, in terms of trades, because I feel like the reason why I stay away from trades or, you know, I don't find it very successful for me is that I find a lot of people, they make more, you know, make more, what's the word I'm trying to say? Like, you know, they, they care more about the fact that they're winning the trade as opposed to mm -hmm. getting what they want. Right. So, you know, like I said, my list is very short and specific. So if you've got something that I, that I want, and if it means I'm giving up like three or four pairs, to get that one pair that I know that I really, really want. I don't really care so much that I'm taking an L, but I feel like a lot of these other people, they care about that, right? Like they don't wanna give up what they know that they're not even gonna want anyways because they feel like they're losing. And it shouldn't be about that. I feel like it should be about both people getting what they want and you can't value it as a win or a loss. Like if you both nah. get what you want, then both people win. Like why should it matter what the value is and if the values match up? Obviously, you know, the values make a difference because I'm not going to give you an off-white one Chicago for a GR Air Max, right? Yeah. Because, you know, like obviously those things, you know, are, are going to matter when it's that much of a discrepancy. But, you know, when you're off by maybe like two or $300 in terms of value, yeah, that's, that's not an L yeah. to me. I mean, no, you both got the pairs you want, right? Like, yeah. and I feel like people care so much about making sure that they're either exact or they're above what yeah. the value is perceived as. And that's why I find it's very hard for me to trade because it, it is definitely. And I think when you have people that, you know, you know, and you, you know, you trade and sometimes it's like, Hey, you know, throw this pair in just to kind of sweeten it up. And if I really want the shoe, I don't give a fuck. Cool. You got yeah, it. Like, exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm not even looking at it. Like the fact that, Oh fuck, like, you know, this other shoe I'm throwing in, you know, that ran me another 150 or 200 and like, ah, I don't want to do, nah, I'm like, okay, you want those? Cool. Cause I really want that shoe. Exactly. Like, if I'm going to throw something in to sweeten the deal, yo, let's do it. And I think good. a good example is those, yeah, I know you have the Dornbacher sixes now, but I mean, a good example is, you know, like if, if Aaron is an example, has those DV sixes and he's like, Hey, I'm looking at those Travis ones. Like he's probably winning on that trade. I know you don't have them anymore, but you know, he's probably winning on that trade, yeah, but, but I'll, I'll do that in my sleep. Yep, yeah. Like yours. you don't even care because you value <laughs> that shoe more than the Travis's, right? Like it'd be the same thing for me with Atmos's or Sean's. I would value that more than something else. Like I would be willing to get rid of something that has a high value. Like, I don't want to, maybe not, but like, I mean, bread fours, 
Like if someone's talking about that trade for an Atmos, I'm considering it because absolutely because I value that Atmos more than I would value the bread force. Right. And that's how you have to look at it. Right. So it's definitely a great point. And it's, it's an art when you come to, and I think when, I think when it comes to trades, you have to know the person. I think if it's like a random dude, you will never come to a consensus because they will never be happy in terms of what you're proposing, you know, mm-hmm. because like Kev said, they're looking at like, well, I need to win this trade. You know, how many times like, oh, they'll have a dude, they'll have a post online. It's like, oh, open the trades, but it needs to be in my favor. What yeah, the fuck does yeah. that mean? Like, yeah. what? So I'm That's like, why like, I stay know. away from it because I see shit like that. And I'm just like, you don't, you just care about winning a trade you don't even care what the shoe is right like yeah, that's what i feel like, like it is right it's it's a turn off to me because i'm just like why does it have to be like that like you know yeah. what i mean like yeah. you have a shoe i want i could potentially have a shoe you want but like then you want more because it's like i need to feel like i won this trade it's like what the yeah. fuck like so for me like with trades usually for me and my trade just people i know is is i keep it to that because it just becomes too like convoluted and too complicated when it's like a person I don't know. Because like what you said, Kevin, I feel like they always, it's like, I need to win this trade, you mm-hmm. know, where then I'm giving up like too much. Like, it's like, bro, like you bugging out. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. going to fucking give, I'm not stupid. Like, yeah. I'm not giving yeah. you this, this, and this, and this. So yeah. it's, it's all within reason. You know what I mean? Like, we know what the value of our shoes are. We know what we want. And I think that's what it is too, is that like everyone feels like, they just want to try to pull a fast one on someone. And that's what I don't like. Like, I just don't, don't disrespect me. You know what I mean? Like hundred percent. No, that's really good. And just, and I, we had Kellen on a couple of weeks ago as well. Chef Prezel. He mentioned something about doing some trades too with, I know he'd mentioned with NetMag and a couple other people where he, he'd mentioned the same thing where he's like, I took the L, but it didn't matter. Like I needed yeah, the shoe. You so, you know, I know I took a loss. Like I know fin- financially, quote unquote, financially, I took a loss, but it didn't matter because it was more important to me to have that shoe than mm-hmm. to have the shoe that I traded for it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, 100%. there's things that everyone values more than other people will. Right. It just depends on what, what's important to you. Definitely. Uh, great question. Shout out to Rory. Yeah. Shout out to Rory, man. Great one. Yeah. No, and I know we talked about Matt as well. Matt was on episode 34. If you want to go back and uh, listen to his episode, but he really goes into because he, he specifically only trades, I believe, is what he mentioned. It's been a while since I listened to that one. But I believe he said very few things come in without something going out. Most of the time, he's trying at his, his best to do a trade for something. Yeah, yeah Matt's my guy. Matt and my, my, the homie Aaron, man. Like, yeah. you know, I love like just trading with those dudes because, like I said, it's that understanding that you know it's fair and that we're leaving both happy in terms of what we got. And we're not sure, trying to really like you know really take advantage of the other person. You know, so I think that that's great. So salute to both of them, man. Yeah. So that's the end of our questions. But uh, thanks, guys, for submitting the questions. It's yeah, been fun. This went, went a little longer than I anticipated it was going to. I thought we were going to have some. I, I wasn't sure some of those questions would, would spark that conversation. But nah, it's been great, man. It's been fun. I think we can skip shout outs because we just did shout outs yesterday. So in less yeah. than the last 24 hours, you guys. Have got- well, let's, you know what? Let's just shout out the listeners because, you know, we, yeah, we don't have these. Ep- we wouldn't have these episodes without them. So damn, Kev, like- you read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I always steal your thunder. right? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it's more no, like great minds. I think it's more like great minds. Great minds. I like that better. Yeah, but shout out to all the listeners, who everyone who's listening, or anyone who's new here. Um, if you go back, we've got a lot of fun. Other, we have one other questions episode that we have some fun this or that episodes where we just kind of debate random things. So 
and a ton of good guests if you go back. So um, for anyone who's new, welcome. And uh, yeah, shout out to everyone who's listening. We, we appreciate the support. And the one call out, this has only been recorded one day after we recorded episode 79. Uh, so we actually haven't posted the grocery store flex contest yet but by the time you're listening to this the contest will either be ending or it will be over so either get your entries in before the contest ends or have fun in the, in the tournament i hope everyone has a good time and got their entries in <laughs> we're a little ahead so it's hard for us to kind of keep up we haven't nailed down the date that we're going to finish this on yet so either get your entries in before the contest ends or good luck in the tournament i hope everyone yeah. got their entries in yeah make sure you check it out if you haven't those tournaments are always a lot of fun so i'm excited for us to do another one guys as always you can find us on instagram at in kicks we trust make sure to use the hashtag in kicks we trust for a potential feature i am trevor fernandez and you can find me on instagram at trevsky 63 kev where can they find you you can find me on instagram kevin k man Collie, where can they find you if i'm in ig at the collywood life and rich where can they find you, you can find me on ig growth status 13 thank you everyone for listening hopefully we'll have a lot of pickups and wares to discuss on next week's episode because it'll actually be like two and a half weeks between recordings for us oh we're gonna have a lot oh we're gonna have a lot so we make sure you listen for next week guys stay safe and be well we'll see y'all next week